So last week on the show, near the end, I brought up the fact that Facebook got rid of the back button. Right. And it's annoying. I've heard the drama. Yeah. I don't know if it's for everybody. I don't know if it's an Apple problem or if at the same time, because everybody else I know is Samsung users. So I know it was definitely an issue for us. But the thing that came up this weekend that truly annoys me is that YouTube got rid of the double skip button. I don't even know what that is. So for ads, you would hit if you because YouTube doubles ads for the most part now. Right. If you hit skip on the first video, it automatically skipped the second one. Now you have to manually skip the second one again. Oh, okay. So they've decided unilaterally, oh, by the way, we're changing how the ads work. That's annoying. Also, it's weird sitting across from someone. <laughs> hey, man, this is, you know, uh, yeah. as you upgrade your podcast. This is different. This is different. Well, you know, if you notice that these mics also have XLR yeah, outputs. So I they're both that. USB and XLR. I saw that. Um, so when I do eventually get my soundboard, which I do intend to do, uh, then we won't have these problems like we're yeah. having today. Um, so oh, you still have problems. I've got an XLR setup. Yeah. I've got the um, uh, the Duet, the Apogee Duet. Sure. And uh, I it's not working right now, and I have no idea why not. Like it it was working, and it was working, and it was working, and then we went to go make it work the other day, and it just it was like, oh no, I'm I'm not working anymore. Like everything's on. You can see that the mic stuff is going through, but the computer's not registering it. And so I'm assuming I'll just go in there and like delete all the software, reboot it, reboot put it, put in all the new plugins or make sure it's got all the most updated stuff. But yeah, yeah I have no, I mean, you're still going to have problems. So at least the good thing there is you have your, you have your board and then it just plugs into the computer. So you right. only have one audio input. In this case, we're trying all the audio inputs into the computer and you know, it causes some, some issues as it goes. Yeah. Um, and even though it has the virtual thing, you know, which is a voice meter potato, which is the actual uh, model of it. it. It works. I just have to remember how. Yeah. But also the computer seems to have to remember that, too, because it took like, I don't know, 10 minutes for it even to recognize your microphone was yeah. there. But it also doesn't. So when we first did this, I had plugged in all the mics, tested it at home, and I got it to work. And then we went to Maryland plugged it all in and it redetected all the mics so now i had six mics in there instead of the original four right or three however many i have um actually that box sitting right there is mm -hmm. the custom transport box i made it's got oh, all uh, nice. cut foam and everything else in there so that i could haul it all up there and it nice. didn't look like anything because if you have like a nice pelican case somebody's probably gonna yoink that right um and because that was the first time we got to record the podcast in person with a good chunk of my uh, cast, because we happened to all meet up there. Mm -hmm. um, and then it was terrible by what happened <laughs> with the recording. Uh, because, that, like I said before, Ricky's mic, so all that static we heard earlier, mm -hmm. clearly that's what happened. So oh, okay. it was something was crossing that shouldn't have been. And then, um, so I just, I falsely blame that on Ricky not plugging something in right. So unfortunately it is that. Yep. So now we know it's actually just a cross signal issue that I'll have to work out. Yep. Um, but the original idea was to eventually have a sit down podcast like this. Uh, Cause everybody else I know has one. They got like a studio set up, all this kind of right. junk. Right. Um, and it's, you know, it, I guess because I've been mostly an internet based show for all of my stuff, that's the way it's worked Yep. as it goes. Um, but uh, back to the YouTube thing. It's like, oh, and the other thing on mobile, and it's a dumb problem to have. They keep changing what the actual skip button looks like. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean visually. 
Like it went from just a little black bar on the corner. Now it's a little oval over here mm. or now it's back to that. And it does the same thing on the TV. The huh. skip button's not the same. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Why is it changing from video to video? And then now we get the vertical ads, right. which come across totally stupid and different. I'm like, oh, and I'm so tired of Dr. Squash soap ads. <laughs> oh, Listen, my God. I don't even uh, look. It's nothing against them. And, uh, you know, maybe someday you'll get to the point where they want to be your sponsor, in which case I love that soap. I don't. But before that day, um, I don't love their soap. It, it doesn't. So I stopped the other day. Uh-huh. They had some at our grocery store. Oh, they did. And, yeah. And they were all and they were all the Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Ones. And like one of them smelled OK. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they had like an Obi-Wan. They had a, a Yoda. They had a Darth Vader. Yeah. I want to say they had one more. I can't remember what it was. I think it's a Chewy. Maybe. Probably. But whatever it was, like one of them smelled like OK. And yeah. then the, the the other three were like, who wants to walk around smelling like this? It, it's And it wasn't just me. My wife and my daughter were with me. And both of them were just like, this is awful. And especially like when your wife doesn't like it, you know, yeah. uh, it's it's a no go. Yeah. Because she's the one that's got to be smelling it up yeah. close, you know. That's like, why so I use the Old Spice body wash. And yeah. And I have the Manscaped cologne. Yeah. Anything that I can find that smells like a Christmas tree is what my wife likes me to smell like. She just likes the scent of uh, Christmas pine. So yeah. So, as long as I can find something that smells like that, we're good to go. So you just go get the air freshener, the old school that, pine thing, and keep exactly, it in your inner pocket. Yeah, I don't good. even use deodorant. I just yeah. keep those trees uh, braided to my underarm hair, and we're good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the funny thing is I have a friend who really doesn't have BO, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. how many sweats and everything, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a smell. And I was like, I don't know how you do that, but I'd like it. <laughs> Give me those jeans. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, uh, the weird thing is, like, and this is a, a weird personal thing, um... I I don't think people realize that certain dyes actually react differently to oh, yeah. you. So like yeah. if I wear green, I smell worse. Hmm. It's weird. As like I figured that out, I'm like, I thought it was just what I was eating, and then I realized no, I smell worse in this shirt. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so it's just this shirt. So I'll just go buy a different shirt. Also green. Nope, hmm. stills smelled the same it's like that is such a weird chemical process you would never consider right um but there was one time at work because you know what i do effectively um and uh i had been drinking heavily the night before Mm -hmm. and eating pizza with a lot of garlic Uh, the next morning at work was all physical i was sweating for two hours straight i smelled so bad i couldn't stand myself and nobody would get near me at work and I'm like, I don't blame you. It's like, I'm sweating out alcohol and garlic right now. I probably <laughs> smell horrendous. Well, as long as you never take a job with, like, the National Forestry Service, you'll be okay. I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, you actually would be great for you because you'd always be smelling like pine trees. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You that's just true. walk around covered in pine yeah. sap and, and leaves. So, I mean, yeah. Converting yeah. the animals, the squirrels, and the moose. Converting them. Yeah. I, I don't know about the moose. <laughs> I don't. I don't. They're not. They're probably not going to be good at reading. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, they're kind of mean. They are actually. mean. You I mean, lived in Alaska. Yeah, you lived know. in Alaska, yeah. so you know. I saw them in Colorado, and that was from a distance. Like, I mean, we pulled over on the side of the road and we saw them, and then we went on a trek to go see them and get as close to pictures. And it was a a a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for. The, well, a mother and a, and a calf, 
I forgot what the female name would be. Not a cow. That wouldn't sound right. Yeah, it's a cow. Is it a cow, yep. technically? Okay. I was going to say that, but it didn't sound right. So, yeah, I saw the cow with the calf, and we got a picture from, like, still, like, 100 yards away. Right. So I'm like, I'm not getting closer to this thing. It's yeah. enormous. Yeah. Well, that's smart of you. Yeah. Uh, when we lived there, we would go and visit, you know, national parks or whatever, um, where tourists congregate, mm-hmm. and people would see a moose and, like, run towards it. And it would be like a mother moose with her calf no and you'd be like i'm hollering i'm like stay away stay away and i've got i've got like a benelli rifle on my back that i'm like locked cocked and ready to rock if we need to and uh they're just running towards it and i you know there were times where i i had like get between people who don't speak english and the moose and i'm like waving them (laughs) off like saying so they will kill you yell at the moose it'll probably understand well you probably probably would have understood better so and and then they were mad they were mad at me man there's so many stories we, we like just from wanted Alaska, to see the like moose people crazy crazy people doing crazy things with wild animals i don't know yeah um and by the way one thing i did want to say is well now you have listened to some of the show you can use humor irresponsibly here oh yeah i know yeah I so plan on feel it. free i plan feel, on it feel free to be as irresponsible with your humor as possible um because nobody's going to get offended here um well i mean on the other end they might so uh right yeah so guys welcome back to the now you made it awkward podcast i am shoki and with me today i have a special guest hey james that's me who actually is a former youtuber true yes and your channel was james at war yes and uh you were you were active well over like 12 years ago right yeah i was uh really back i think not when youtube was like starting starting but when it started getting really popular um like 08 07 yeah back in the days where in order to be in order to make money with youtube they had to contact you um it wasn't like now i assume it's still this way now where anybody can go apply to be a partner and roll ads on their videos and make money that way but back then they had to contact you and so they did contact me and uh, for a while, I was a top 100 YouTuber, uh, which today, by today's standards, would be like an absolute nobody. So <laughs> well, my, my uh, subscriber count would be very, very low um, compared to anybody of note now. But uh, yeah, it was kind of a thing at the time. I, I, it was fun to just make videos and have people watch them. And uh, several of them went viral and that was just kind of cool to watch that happen and just learn, I don't know what makes people laugh and what people enjoy. So, but yeah. Uh, and then it was like, I got to a point where I can either try and go make a living at this or, um, or I'm out. And as it turns out, I was out. I, I didn't really enjoy the fame that much. And I started to get recognized when I would go places and that was weird. And, um, I went to a convention for for YouTubers and had people run up and like that, jump up and down and like sque- early VidCon. Sque- yeah, early VidCon. Okay. I was at the first few VidCons. Nice. Um, Hank Green, who puts that on, is a mm-hmm. friend of mine. I know him and and his brother John. Um, and uh, so I, I helped them with that. Well, the first one. I helped them with the first one. I just attended the second one. Yeah. And um, and when I say I helped, I mean I I mean in 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 the minimalist way possible I, I i had nothing to do with like its success or anything you, like you that. were but there you moved i was tables. i was there and they were like can you help us do these things and i was like yes i can and i i was a, who was i a handler for 
because uh, there were people that were definitely more popular than me. I want to say Dave Days. There was a guy named Dave Days who was really popular back then. Sounds familiar. Um, Rhett and Link, of course, who are still popular. Still. Um, have, you, have you heard uh, Rhett's music? I've I, like I've heard it, but I haven't like gotten into it. Into yeah, it. James and the Shame. It, yeah, we've I, listened to it on, and it's pretty good. Okay. It, yeah, he's got I, a good country country vibe going on. Yeah, he's a talented he's a talented artist and musician mm-hmm. um, and comedian. And comedian. Yeah, they're very funny guys. Um, But anyway, so it it was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. But it was weird to have people like run up to me and be like, are you James at war? And I'm like, yes, I am. And they'd like like start screaming and then ask for my autograph and stuff. And that was, I I, I don't know. I'm not going to say like I loathed it. I didn't loathe it, but neither did I particularly enjoy it. And so, I don't know. Eventually, I was just kind of lost my passion for it. And I was like, you know, if I'm not passionate about it, I'm not going to do it. So, stop. Well, in, in a in a previous uh, get together, you have talked about how like you're not really a people person. I'm in, not in that in a a people. You're more of a person person. Yeah. Even though you're you say you're not good at that, but you kind of are. Um, at least in my experience. Well, practice. Yeah. Well, practice <laughs> does that. I mean, I was I was a shy guy who couldn't get along with anybody. Now I'm an outgoing guy who can't get along with anybody. Oh, nice. So it is what it is. Um, some people say off putting. I don't know off-putting. why. Off putting. Yes. Well, only when you wear green. Fair point. That's why I only have one green shirt now, and I don't fit in it anymore. Because well, well, then not a problem. Yeah, problem so, solved. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll have to get rid of all this so I can fit back in. So you can fit back one. into it and yeah, put people fit back off. into my stinky green shirt. Stinky green shirt. Um, that might be the name of the episode. So, I used to um, play bass for Stinky Green Shirt. They were a great band. <laughs> well, I mean, they needed a one, so you were there. Um, so either way, guys, uh, if you've heard me in recent weeks talking about going to men's group, this is, in fact, the leader of said men's group. Ooh, uh, leader. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you are. I mean, that's the thing. Co-leader. You want to you want to give Andre? I don't know. I don't know. You want to split up it up so it sounds like I'm there. Important. I show up to the group. Well, you make us look at you and you talk. So, I mean, <laughs> there's that. You're like, look at look me. At me. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I am the pastor now. <laughs> <laughs> That is a great, great meme. That meme will never die. Yes. Um, and I hope it never does. Um, I mean, if uh, if a grumpy cat can stay relevant, you know, even 10 years after her death, yeah. um, I believe that the the Somali pirates will always be... Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, grumpy cat. Rest in peace. Yep, yep. Uh, what was her name? It was... Uh, oh, I always forget it. Because Grumpy Cat was obviously the the internet name, her YouTube name, as it yeah. were. Um, it was something totally weird. I'll remember it one day. Or I could Google yeah. it if my internet was working. For some reason, my internet's not working despite the Wi-Fi actually being on. It's like, no, you're too far. Except the PlayStation works perfectly fine right yeah. there. Well, you're two feet too far. Two feet too far. It's very I mean, if I, can, with if your I get Wi-Fi in the bedroom through all these walls, yeah. it should be working. I think the computer's just like, I want to be plugged in. Mm. So being a grumpy kid is what it's doing. Ugh, I gotta be careful where I kick because all the power cords are at my feet. So, um, <laughs> well, if we just go dark for about an hour, uh, that that's what happened. Why. Yeah, and guys, this is technically episode seventy-five, and I did want to do more of one of the uh, anniversary episodes where we get everybody together, but. This is one of those times where nobody's available. You have to settle for me. Well, it's okay. I'm, I, settling. I'm, I'm glad to be here on the. On the seventy fifth show, 
Yes. Celebrate with a guy who's never podcasted before or been on a show before. It's okay. You're welcome. Well, this isn't celebratory, really. I mean, we'll we'll do something I'm bigger. Well, for not for you. I'm celebrating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For you, um, I've listened to six of the shows, so uh, I feel like that gives me the right to celebrate. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it because a lot of people don't listen, and it's fine. So you gave us at least I, six I, listens. Well, I had to. I had to go back. You know, it was only ten minutes. But you I mean, asked me to come be on it, and I was like. Uh, Research. I should probably research it and know what kind of a show. I'm exactly. Going on. Yeah. And an awkward one. So, so we, it's where we talk about stuff and things. And, yeah. And, and make uh, it awkward. There's, there's dick jokes and uh, Jeremy can fuck off. Uh, but that's. Yeah, I remember with, that episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're still dealing with Jeremy's problems, but there's been no fallout from it yet. So, about three months back, I started texting my wife all these pictures of Burt Ward. Dressed in costume. <laughs> just, just a bunch of pictures randomly with absolutely no context of uh, of the original TV show Batman's Robin, Burt Ward. And she, after I said about the sixth pick, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm sending you dick pics. Because, uh, you know, yeah. And that's how, uh, yeah. You know you love it. You should have mixed it with different Robins <laughs> from different things, so it'd be even more confusing. No, like anime. Yeah, all no, strictly like, Burt Ward, man. Just, <laughs> just Burt Ward only. Burt Ward only. Burt Ward only. Good lord. Okay. Now I know what I'm dealing with. Okay. Hey, to be fair, you know, in to the be fair. in the sixth uh, episode, or maybe it was I don't know which episode. One of the one of the ones that I was listening to and you made a reference which I got immediately, but mm-hmm. nobody in your comments got it, yeah. which was a which was a uh an Ace Ventura reference. Thank you. To, Thank you. you know, laces out. I don't Ace remember what the yeah. exact thing that you said was, but you're we like, "Oh, nobody'll get that." And I was like, yep. "That's Ace Ventura." Yeah, we were talking about we were talking about uh Ray Finkel. Yeah, Ray and Finkel. Talking about as long as you put the the football out cuz we were yeah. talking about the kicker the female kicker that came in on the college team, and then she did a terrible right. kick. Yeah, and which so, I almost wanted to go look that video up, but I was right in the middle of like yeah, fixing think, my garage. And I think it I, went like I, twenty I yards or something. It was kind of sad for. Yeah. I mean, like she was apparently the best kicker on the other team, but it, which they celebrated this whole thing, big drum roll, all this stuff, and then, well, really like a fart in the wind. Bless her heart. Yeah, bless her heart. Because we're bless in Texas, you can But uh, yeah, no, definitely. I I like throwing out re- references that people may or may not get. Because um, it's always fun. Because um, we also throw out Letterkenny references fairly often here. But, you know, we don't really. Yeah, have that many I, I probably won't get those stuff. because I've only seen the internet clips. Uh, they, probably the intros so. from. I've never one. actually watched, sat down and watched the show. It's fun. Um, the humor's super dry most of the time, but like the characters are super well fleshed out. And uh, season twelve, which is going to drop fairly certain, is uh, the final season. Oh really? So I'm kind of sad. But as long as Shorzy continues, which uh, I did, I forgot to mention it. I have watched all of Shorzy season two. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So how are you finding it? Mm-hmm. You streaming it illegally? No, it's on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu. Yeah. So Crave. You is, just can't get the more we, recent stuff. We can't get well. We can't get it fresh. We have to wait till it's over and then oh, it goes out. So because it's only six episodes for Shorzy, anyways, it's over six. You remember weeks. Fresh TV? Barely. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't even know if you're old enough for that. I think you're only slightly older than me. Back in the day where you like had to wait for the episodes to come out and you had to clear out your Wednesday night at 7 or whatever, whenever your favorite show came on. 
Yeah. And uh, what was it? And now they're starting to do that with some of the stuff that they stream. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know. It was kind of nice. It was uh, like I was definitely reminiscing about the days where, hey, at this time, I'm going to sit down and watch this show. And, of course, it's a little different now because, you know, you can go watch it whenever you want. But I, I really have kind of enjoyed like some shows. There aren't a lot of shows that like I would be so excited as to be like, man, as soon as it's streaming, we're going to sit down and watch it. But some of them are and uh that, that's been kind of a cool thing I, I like that they're starting to release them episodically instead of just all at once so you just sit down and yeah absolutely binge it yeah that's what i said last week with dante i said like i'm i'm back to the point where i want things episodically i think we had the binge the binge area of time and i think it's dead and i think it should be because it's it's so much nicer because like okay the only reason why I keep up with things on time at this point is so that I'm not spoiled by it. Because, you know, you got all these YouTube right. channels doing reactions, sure. breakdowns, and all this stuff, and they post things in the thumbnail and they don't care right. if it's a spoiler or not. Like, I haven't got to see the Marvels yet, but every channel I'm watching is doing Marvels videos all weekend long. Right. And, like, and then even one of my own co hosts decided to post the in credits spoiler in mm. our chat. I'm like, dude, some of us actually want to see the movie. I understand you hate it. <laughs> But I actually wanted to go see the movie. I actually might go see that later tonight. Yeah, so I thought, I thought we didn't have time. and uh, so I was supposed to go see it on Saturday with my daughter, and uh, I didn't. I don't remember why. I don't even... Weekends are always a blur for me. Like, don't ask me what I did this weekend, because I don't remember. I, I know I worked on my garage a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it took me a year. I finished my garage. Well, finished. It's 90... It's functional. Yeah. Which is to say it hasn't been functional for, <laughs> like, a year. and uh, And now it's... Now it's finished. So I know I noticed you always talk about like what's been going on in your life. My mm-hmm. garage has been going on, which I know is not a terribly interesting topic, but no, that's we, we, that's been and so that's why I got you know to listen to six six episodes while you're working on the garage. while I'm working on the garage. I'm like, yeah. dang man, these episodes are like two and a half hours long. But I yeah. you know I, that's and how long are, these are the short ones. Yeah. Well, it used to be that the episodes. If you go back, I used to have to split the episodes up. Because I didn't think anybody would be listening for three, three and a half hours. So I would take like a 45-minute chunk out and make it an extra right. or a bonus. So there sometimes episodes would get recorded and there's three episodes per episode. Yeah. So it's when you listen online or on a streaming service, there's way more episodes. Because the numbers, there's like episode 68 bonus, you know, that kind right. of stuff. So there's like 100 and... What did I see last time? I think it was like 115 episodes on Spotify, mm-hmm. but there's only 75 episodes. Oh, okay. So, and actually, there's two two bonuses that were never aired because nobody could agree to release the one because it's a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a perfectly good conversation, right? But you know, if everybody doesn't agree, then sure, you know, it is what it is. We yep. do we do a little democracy around here, not much, yeah, but a little. Sense. It's still majority. Cancel but, culture is a unfortunately a thing. Yeah, and gotta, I mean, we were just talking about racism when we were growing up versus racism now oh yeah that's what we were talking about and then the thing is that conversation i got to look the the main reason we didn't release it was because it was three white dudes sitting around talking about racism oh well so i mean but it was how we experienced yeah it it was your it was your lived experience it was our lived experience but then i then somebody brought up i believe it was ricky correctly brought up it's like you know we're having this conversation we have no black guys or anybody here to voice what they went through. And I'm like, that's a fair point. Yeah. So when we went up to Maryland, I did that. 
And that's why Dante and I are friends now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation is like what got me and Dante talking. It offended other people. Right. I'm not going to pretend it didn't. And I probably shouldn't have brought it up when we'd all been drinking at a big old party <laughs> with everything else. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I, was, in that, that. Hey, we've all been drinking. I have yeah. an idea. Let's talk about racism, guys. Well, I said, it's like, look, what am I? And, like, and I trusted the guys in the room. I'm like, look, I know you guys are going to be honest. No matter what it is, you guys are all honest and you'll be cool. Yeah. So I said, do this. Turns out I should have just done it with only Dante. <laughs> <laughs> so if that episode ever airs, no, I, that wasn't on my yeah, then it wasn't you. Huh? Yeah, the leaked episode. Yeah, the leaked episode. The 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 other one. It's still there. I just haven't dropped it. I might get might get bored one day when we have no episode <laughs> for a week, and I'll just be like, "Here's this. What do y'all think?" Um, but um, okay. So, uh, how long have you guys been in that house? Just over a year. Okay, so you only just so have y'all only been here just over a year. Yeah. So when house? we moved, so when we, so we moved into this house, right? And speaking speaking of racism, uh, we. <laughs> <laughs> we we move into this house right. and there's and there's the guy that lives there is um a Palestinian and um you know just culturally very very different the way that he views the world the way that he that he does things uh the way that he decorates the house and apparently the way that he DIYs the house because um let's just say not not quite up to the standards that I wish that they were and so, anyways, long story short, when we bought the house, he was trying to get everything out, and he basically shoved everything into the garage. And we bought the like house you. that way with the understanding that he was going to come get it out like a day or two after we purchased. And I'm like, that's fine, because I don't need the garage yet. Well, a month later of me never having access to the garage because there's so much stuff in it, he finally, him and his son, come and start pulling stuff out. And then it's all in my driveway. He leaves it there for a few days. Everything gets rained on. I'm like, you know, what's going on with this guy? And um, and uh, then so finally he gets everything out of the garage. And then it's clear that at some point he had locked a very large dog in that garage that apparently that which is where that dog lived. Because so, the drywall is just shredded with claw marks and at the doors, like in any of the entrance or exit doors, you know, the dog's trying to get out, scratching. I mean, like everything's just trashed. Yeah. At some point, he did like a DIY addition above the garage. So mm -hmm. all the ceiling is jacked up. They never fixed the ceiling. I mean, the whole thing just is garbage, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to have to, we're going to have to redo this entire thing. And it, and it has been like a year-long process for me that i just finally well because it's got the because it's got the little uh bridgeway over to uh, to above the garage right so that's From inside that's another garage oh the other other garage that's, that's one the behind. other other okay. garage yeah yeah um, i noticed it i just didn't that one's going to be a man so. cave and that's probably going to be like one of my final projects yeah. so wait um, which garage were you working on the garage the big one okay so that yeah, there's a double well it's a two and a half car garage where you would actually park cars so um, you mean uh, two cars and a motorcycle and a motorcycle it's not a yeah. two it's like two and a half cars i was like well, yeah or or yeah. perhaps two cars and like a a, a smart car squeeze you it in do the that. middle you could squeeze that in there um but anyways so yeah i i had so many problems with this guy and um and the cultural barrier like just didn't help because he i don't know he, they just he had expectations that i just i'm like man i don't know how to meet those expectations because i'm just uh I'm just a I'm just a, a an American white dude trying to buy a house, and you are yeah. a Pakistani guy that's trying to bargain 
make everything into like this bargain thing. And I'm, I'm like, that's what a realtor's for. I'm just like, talk so to like the barter, realtor. He's like, like <laughs> bartering with you. It's like, yeah. but if we do this, you can do, do Right. Do, and, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this, is what this. It was a nightmare, not because he was Pakistani, but just because like um, the expectations were just. He, yeah and and he didn't care about like american laws like we signed contracts and then yeah. he, he reneged on them and i'm like you can't do that i could literally take you to court and yeah sue that's, you. that's not a good and thing. he was like i don't care yeah i'll just go ahead and i'm like so, oh. you know when so you know i went we went to the house uh for for a group the other the other weekend and because uh, i'd wondered because obviously you guys have been redoing all of it. Yeah, I mean, we had to renovate the entire yeah, house. Yeah, you've been renovating all of it. But I, my initial thought was that it was a Hurricane Harvey no. reconstruction. No, it, That's it, the, it I, did really well. Um, surprisingly, it okay. Did, yeah, yeah, surprisingly well. Yeah, um, you're far enough from some of the very, creeks and stuff. Yeah, it, it's not in a flood zone. And yeah. he said um, nobody in that neighborhood flooded. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering when I, when I saw that. I'm like, did it? It's like, are they just redoing it just because? Or... Was it damaged? Because so many yeah. of those houses, as you probably know, is that they were basically wrecked and never fixed. Oh yeah, the money, money from the insurance companies never made it to people. Right, and all the giant funds that were raised never made it to people. Yeah, there are people who literally just lost their home and waited for two and a half years to get nothing to get right, and then four and a half years later they just bought another house somewhere else because they couldn't do anything, or they just bulldozed it eventually, no. never even getting a payout, never getting anything. No, we had to renovate uh, because everything that he did to the house, he hired the cheapest labor possible. And, um, what? No. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so we had to replace water heaters and air conditioning systems. And that, I mean, is that why the AC only works the, in the one room? Well, actually, the, yeah. So until recently, <laughs> we had, so the house had three, three AC units. Yeah. Um, two of them were down. Yeah. Uh, that happened since we purchased the house. Two of them were down, and then about two weeks ago, the final one went out, awesome. and uh, which was we, we only had to live with the hot house for about one week. But um, you'll be glad to know that there are now two brand new air conditioning systems just in time for winter in the house, just in time for me to not need them. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, there. Uh, so actually, there's guys at my house right now uh, that I am entrusting uh, not to steal everything because there's no adults in the house. <laughs> but he's he, no, he's a good yeah, guy. No, the, con- right. the contractor is a is a guy that I know. So I, yeah, I so that that is do. kind of the hard part, especially with with that. And uh, we're very familiar with the uh, lowest bidder being brought in to oh, do yeah. things because we lived in apartments right. for all this time, and uh, all the work we needed done on our past two apartments before this one, like this was a significant upgrade. Like mm-hmm. if you, I would never have brought you to the old one. <laughs> the condition it was in Just uninvited it was like i mean of course it was all the same stuff but the apartment was horrible right water leaks uh everything else like that whenever the ac unit flooded the apartment yeah uh they thought they, they didn't do anything for a solid week actually water was coming out of the walls for a week and the uh the people behind us water was coming out of their walls for 11 days before they opened up the walls wow so um and then I forced them to come in and rip it all out mm-hmm. and and do what they had to do. Turned out it was just a clogged AC drain. Yeah. So it was just overflowing every time the AC came on. And it was the middle of summer. And we were on vacation whenever Ooh. it started getting worse. Fun. We had to drive back from Dallas uh, in a hurry. Right. We just extended our vacation by a day. My cousin was watching our place because we knew it was happening, but it was controllable. Right. And they said, well, we'll get to it soon. I'm like, thanks. So he was watching it for us, and uh, 
And then he calls. He's like, hey, man, it's really bad. It's The water's almost to uh, your room and almost into the bedroom. It's like, I've got all the towels out here. They're all soaked. They're doing whatever we can. I was like, <laughs> all the bad words. We're right. screaming. Um, our office manager was at a base or a softball game for her daughter. And we're like, I don't care. You get her on the phone mm-hmm. and you get someone to our apartment right now to deal with this. And, of course, they had the worst. At that point, they still had the good maintenance guy. Yeah. But they had the bad guy, too, who was the first one on scene. Completely useless. But then the people they hired were so shoddy. Like, they did an okay job on the drywall on some spots, but other places was absolutely horrible. But, like, the tub kept leaking from above. And then it turns out, like, once they fixed the tub, then we still kept leaking. We're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was the seal around the bottom of the toilet. And every time the kids would splash water or the toilet overflowed, yeah. that water was just coming into right. the ceiling. Yeah. And then now, like, I, I Facebook reminded me the other day that uh, it was the last time it had done it. And the water is coming through the patch from the previous right repair i'm just like i'm done I'm don't you so love done. it when facebook's like hey remember this horrible thing that happened exactly. oh yeah i remember that exactly thanks for bringing up my mother-in-law's funeral i that's that's the reminder i needed to start my day with yeah yep exactly thanks facebook but i mean like that's how we remember now because yeah. our brains are so overloaded yeah, I, with, you know, if yeah. i didn't if i didn't have it i'd be like oh yeah mom's dead yeah we're, we're overloaded with all the new marvel shows that we forget <laughs> what actually happened in our real lives so yeah. facebook has to remember for us which given like going back 10 years or something like that i'm like oh i actually completely forgot that ever happened so yay. yeah and then the rest of it is all a uh, vague booking about the horrible things that you were going through and then not wanting to talk about so they're like and you got all the comments hey man i hope everything's okay praying for you all this <laughs> other stuff. meanwhile you're like sitting there crying in the corner because some horrible thing happened but you can't talk about it online because somebody said no you can't do that mm. so yeah that's that's where where i was at right now um what was i just thinking of i had a brain fart oh uh so uh i was gonna ask are, are you guys remotely up to date on all the marvel shows or no the shows um because I, I talked to i haven't the, watched i haven't watched uh Whichever one is the one that Sam Jackson's in, yeah, Secret Wars. Or yeah, Secret I haven't. Invasion. I haven't watched Invasion. Secret War. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched that at don't, all. Don't. Um, You're okay. Basically, because yeah, everybody that I had talked to about it was like, you know, you don't have to be in a rush to go watch that one. No, it's bad. Um, I have not watched Loki season two yet. Okay, so um, I won't spoil. I want. I want to watch it. It's so um, good, but it's just been. You know, it's I've been so good. I've been spending all of my time, as I said, in my garage. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, now now hopefully I'll have some space open up. To- so last season, I said that Loki is the best season of Doctor Who we've gotten in a long time. <laughs> so I will say that Loki season two is definitely an even better season of Doctor Who oh, than nice. we've gotten in a long time. And I do know the 60th anniversary is coming with David Tennant, yada, yada, yada. Don't care anymore. I hate that I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's just so bad. I won't. It's like I th- we watched the first season of Jodie Whittaker and we were done. Yeah, and that's horrible. Like I love Doctor Who. We were. I was just talking about that literally yesterday, um, with my wife and daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Jodie Whittaker, and I. I said, you know, um, it's not that I hated her. I love her as an actress. Yes, I've seen her in other stuff. So when I heard she was going to be the first female doctor, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I think that's a good choice. Like, let's see what happens with it. 
Mm-hmm. And then this is my opinion, but I, I feel like what they did was they didn't know what they wanted to do with her because they wanted to celebrate that she was the first female doctor. This is, this is how I feel that they wanted to celebrate. She was the first female doctor, but then they, at the same time they wanted to say, but we're not going to go overboard with the, she's a girl, girl power, equality. They didn't want to like, go overboard into all that stuff and then they sat down to start writing it and they just like they could not help themselves with the creep they just couldn't help themselves and then and then it 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 just it washed out the character it just washed her out it was like she she was not distinctive enough to just be the doctor she had to be the female doctor and i I don't know and i'm like i'm like either go in that direction I mean, they, if they wanted to do that, they totally could have done it in a funny and entertaining way where it's almost like a joke or or like it's so much a part of like, oh, I'm a I'm a girl this time and and just like play off of it and make it fun. But they didn't do that. I guess maybe I don't know if that was because they were they thought that would be disrespectful or what. I, I don't I, know. Whatever it, it was, it didn't work. They leaned so hard into and actually, it wasn't even necessarily the the female doctor aspect that bothered me. It was the idea of the fam. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, the doctor's had a lot of companions on board before, and it always works out badly. You always get one or two that dominate, and the other ones just get relegated to sidekick work. Yeah. You know, we got rid of Mickey really fast back right. in the day because it's just like, mm, nope, can't have this many people. But if we have Rose and Jack, we're kind of on board because they work together as right. a great team and Jack is independent enough. And you get uh the pawns, that was good enough. Right. But then we immediately went straight back to Jess Clara. You know, right. it's like we it's like which was my least favorite companion, by the way. You know, Shelly said the same thing and I'm like mm. I just don't like her. I I loved so, Clara personally. I don't like her. But they, we're not here. It's cute. Yeah, we're not here. That's I mean, I, I think that they tried to make her, and this was a thing I, I saw about, compa- it was a rating of different companions. And she was rated under Donna because they tried to make her the most important woman in existence when Donna had already done that. Right. It's like Donna literally saved all of reality. Yeah, but, okay, but you're talking about storyline stuff. Like, okay, any writer can sit around and say, okay, we're going to make this companion the most important person. That doesn't mean that their character is good. Like, you can make a terrible character the most important person. Yeah, I agree. And they're still, they still might be a bad character. Like, 100%. I well, just didn't... That happened. That happened back in the day. Yeah. There was a really crappy character, but he was given the saving role. Right. Like, in the, in the story. No, I agree with that. But when it comes to what happened, like you were saying, with, with the Jodie Whittaker thing, and it's not her. It was not her failure. It was a no, fa- it was Chibnall's she, failure. She did all right. Yeah. It was Chibnall's failure to understand what the doctor does. So there's always and, and Star Trek does it too, and now it's a similar creep when it comes to Star Trek. It's the uh and I don't want to just specifically say feminism or anything, it's just uh one aspect of all the stuff that they're cramming into all T V, but it's just like I don't feel like it, Star Trek. It was really a creep. It was more of like a tidal wave. Well, it well depends because it used to be you, Discovery you is your, practically unwatchable. In my, I opinion. haven't seen past season three, so I can't yeah. rate into that. But I liked season one and two. 
I like the still story the they were trying to tell. Yeah. It's all the unnecessary. But when it fluff. became when it came a hundred percent about Burnham, yeah, then it was like now Burnham's the most important person in the universe. But why? And then blah blah blah. But it was the same thing as that. Like they had the message of the week, and they could put it in the the context of the episode. And there was a lot of subtext and not a lot of hammering over the head. Right. And then they just said, "Oh well, here's a hammer nobody's using." Right. And and so they just said, "Here's the freaking right. thing." So when they did the um, Rosa Parks episode, it was just like, "Oh my god!" It was like, "Okay." So not only do we have the female aspect, we also have the black aspect, and we have like super, super fe- or anti-feminist racist guy from the future coming back to make sure Rosa Parks doesn't do the thing, so black people don't become important enough. But like, you know, if they could have taken a page out of their own book, uh-huh. um. I, I'm all about getting that message across. Mm-hmm. They they already did that well in Deep Space Nine. Yeah, they already That's why had it's the best they, Star Trek. They, they already did it well there. Like go back and look and watch watch those episodes where like he goes back in time mm-hmm. and all that and, and like that's doing it right. Yeah, and then fast forward to Discovery of like of like you said, like we're just gonna take a sledgehammer to this and whack you over the head with it, and then, and then it's just like you know. It's not good storytelling, and isn't no. the purpose of all of the, you know, all of this entertainment, Marvel, Star Trek, Star Wars, it's all supposed to be stories, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing, and when the stories are being sacrificed at the altar of, here's what we want message. you to learn, here's, 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 you know, and I don't like to use, it, it, message is a better word, but yeah. when you use a sledgehammer, then it feels more like an agenda than a message. That's I would say what happened in Deep Space Nine, that's a message. What happens in Discovery is an agenda, yeah, in my opinion. No, you're 100% correct. Yeah. And, and, and with, with uh, at least with Deep Space Nine, their message they were going for was, because that was in the middle of the Iraq War. Yeah, that was the middle of all this stuff going down over there, and it's like it made sense that they had all of this sort of. Here's the horrors of war. Right, Cisco was a war criminal. Right, I mean he he did a genocide, or at least tried to, you know, he saved as many people as possible, but he definitely threatened genocide to get his point across to right. catch the number one bad guy, and then of course everything Ducat did, all that that wasn't great either. Yeah. The founders, you know, you, you had a whole lot of. Uh, interpretations of our own history being played through there. And then they even talked about that several times in like the time travel episodes. But then you get into say enterprise and Archer literally have to go to an alternate future where we have Nazi alien vampire looking Mm -hmm. dudes influencing 1942, you know, something like that. So they, (laughs) that was the funny thing. It's like, they just come in and they just become the Nazis because it was easier. (laughs) It was like, okay, like, cool. You know, it's almost like when the actually they did it again in Voyager with the Hirogen doing yeah. that whole thing where they turned the entire ship into a holodeck so they could hunt as the Nazis. Yeah. And it's like everybody else gets to be, you know, whoever's hiding in the floorboards as uh oh my god. So I was on I was on an episode of uh Titillating Tuesdays over on Mike's channel mm-hmm. last week. And uh <laughs> biggest faux pas that I think I've ever heard in a live show I was a part of. Mike confused Anne Frank with Mary Shelley. As in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh-huh. Mary Shelley? He literally was thinking, it's like, yeah, the Nazis got in the way of her <laughs> writing the, the Nazis 
Darn you. <laughs> I was like, Mike, who are you talking about? <laughs> Not, Nazis oh bad. We, and, okay, it became it became the joke of the whole show after that point. And then uh one of the other one of the other guys on the show confused Mary Shelley with Bram Stro- Bram Stoker. Okay. Because con- just yeah, why crossing not? things over. And so now um now we're talking about how Dracula was on the the Western Front. And all of a sudden, you had to go listen to it. It was ridiculous. It kept going further and further, and we kept it going throughout the show. That was a great show. So a little plug for Mike, because Mike's not here today. Yeah. So Comic Relief Crusader channel. God you bless know, you, over Mike. There. And, oh, my God, that that was just a – because I was going to let him keep rolling. Because yeah, he was all talking about how she didn't, almost didn't get to write her book. Yeah. And then he thought that she wrote a book about her time in the walls and in the ceilings like no no she wrote a diary someone else turned that into a book mike (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like i was like mike what is your heritage again he's like russian if you go back far enough and i'm like yeah and then if you don't go that far back he's like shut up (laughs) (laughs) because he's it's like he's german slash Mm -hmm. jewish so it's like your family did do this Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) it's like dude go back a notch go back a notch in your own family history my friend um but that was hilarious that, yeah. that that happened. But it's just like, and and of course we call it woke nonsense. Yeah. As, as we say, but I, think, I mean, I feel like people are waking up to it though. Like, I feel the, like the irony. more and more people are just done with it, and yeah, because it wasn't doing anybody any good. No. It's not like you know. Again, when you when you have a when you have a message that you're presenting in a reasonable fashion, especially if you're doing it by telling a good story. I mean, that, that's so much more of a way to get people to be like, hmm, I hadn't thought of it that way before, rather than, you know, the sledgehammer approach. Yeah. Re- um, reframe, add subtext, yeah. and allow people to discover the message. Right. Instead of just big neon sign right. dropped in their lap. But I just couldn't with the discovery, you know, at, at the point where we're getting non-binary ghost aliens, and I'm just like, I... No. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Now it, it caught up. I figured. I remember who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So I. Yeah, the and, trill. and then and then and then like, and then that person. Well, I don't want to. You haven't seen everything yet, but I don't know. Well, it's I've not too much of a spoiler. Like that person is just gone all of a sudden, really? which I feel like Indira? was the right move. About, was it Indira or whatever her name was? Yeah, I don't remember or the name. Their, their name to be polite. Their their name. I don't know what. I can't remember the name. I think it was something. You know like who I'm Indira, talking about, Indira. though. Like at some point. Um, and they had the and it was I, I went and I read articles about it and they yeah. were like everybody hates this character yeah and so they're planning on writing them out of the show and like and then they did and it wasn't even like it was just kind of like well, it wasn't like a nice send off it's just okay like, bye so and they, then they're they gone ro- so. they and her is what happened yeah. them they you know, it's like, and, and and the thing is it wasn't a bad character because I remember when they were introduced and the idea that they had to accidentally get. This trail installed him as a human who right. got, who had to have a, a, a right. trail symbiote installed, and then it, because it was her boyfriend question mark for being as simple as possible with the description. Yeah, I don't. Know, who knows? And so the I'm idea of a, by it still. yeah, it was, the hard part was it was just the the storyline of having a human trail hybrid was already difficult, right? Which was great, and but then they had to throw in the trans identity stuff in there like with a hammer it was like right. oh it's they right like it's like okay now the thing is is like and i've talked about this before other series even star trek has done literal non-binary species yeah, before. 
Yeah, Riker. <laughs> yeah, Riker and his whole thing. And I think yeah. uh, Paris also did something there did too. He? That one I, don't I think remember. he did in Voyager. I think there was some other weird thing in there before he and Bellana got together. He he was almost like the Riker of that okay. story in a way. But yeah, no, Riker definitely went, got way too involved with that. But well, and sort of, sort of there too. Um, again, with the trill, to where like, okay, the trill is male, but the host is female. But yeah. they had well, because the you know what the like symbiote itself has no gender. Yeah, it's just the personality. But well, yeah, the personality the that it was before. Yeah. So it in itself, the so like Dax for instance, you know, yeah. like so Dax is a symbiote. And it carries its own thing, sort of, but it doesn't have a gender because it's just a slug, <laughs> right. for lack of a better term. And it just gets installed in whoever's there. I mean, you go with, like, Stargate, the same thing as uh, the... Uh, wow, my brain said Jim Hadar, and I know that's not correct. Um, I can't help you because I only ever watched the movie. I didn't oh, watch the series. You're missing out. I want to watch um, the series, though. It, it takes I started a getting... Okay, well, Yeah, it takes a minute. It's only, I was it's about to open a whole like, other can of worms It's only, like, all ten, that, ten seasons. Yeah. Uh, of only, just the one show, only and then you seasons. have, and then you have six. Or yeah, you six. have SG One, you have Atlantis, and then uh, Universe, and Universe. then whatever they sort of did after the fact. There's the other series that are spinoffs of the past and stuff like that. But uh, it's going to come to me here in a second as to what they actually are. Um, funny thing is, I remember their spinoff culture, which is the Tokra. Those are the good symbiotes. Why can't I think of the other ones? And I know the Jaffa served them. That's what Teal'c was. I cannot believe I can't remember this. No. All the Stargate fans are screaming. Mm. All two of them. Um, <laughs> but either way, the idea that you could have a non-binary entity that's living in a gendered species. Right. But then, like, with a human, they can't separate the personality. Right. So all personalities flooded that character all at once. Right. And then they were already ambiguous, to say the least. And they said, like, well, in the future, gender doesn't matter. I was like, well, go talk to Captain Jack about that. Because ah. um, he, he will... Which Captain any- Jack just uh, now I have to because you brought Captain Jack up. Sure. I've been hit on by Captain Jack and IRL. Excellent. Yeah, I, I have not got and to Gwen such at a- the same time. Oh, yeah, they, they both told they both told me to call them, but then so, failed to give me their phone numbers. Okay, so since we're on that particular, because you and I haven't got to have this conversation, I had this conversation with Shelley. Um, Children of the Earth, best Torchwood season. Gosh, man, it's been so long since I've watched Torchwood that it all kind of bleeds together. Um, that was, of course, the the third big series yeah. where everything went wrong. I don't know. I, I want to revisit um, Torchwood because yeah. we're actually going back through the Ninth Doctor right now. Okay. Um, it's a short short walk. Yep, it's a short walk. Um, Which Ninth Doctor? <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> we're, we're going back through all of Eccleston's stuff, yeah. and because uh, my daughters haven't seen everything, so um, neither has Jessica. They've seen some of it, so yeah. they're like familiar with some of it, um, but not all of it. And I was saying because back when we were watching Torchwood, so I have uh, six kids, five by blood and one by adoption, and back when we were watching Torchwood, like that would have been inappropriate uh, for their age. I mean, um, a little bit. Yeah. So, well, I mean, like, yeah, super it would have se- been. It would have been. Super sexy Doctor Who, yeah. Yeah, know. it would have been. Uh, but they're old enough now. And I was yeah. obviously, like, they're well past old enough now. So I said, oh, you guys would actually probably really enjoy Torchwood. So we, we will get around to that. And, I mean, there, there I was the, 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 
like sexy stardust ghost alien that was inhabiting that virgin girl. So there's that <laughs> whole episode of Torchwood. See, I watched it enough that I remember yeah. a good a good chunk of it. But like the Torchwood touches on the whole idea of is there an afterlife and all this mm-hmm. other stuff because I think that was uh, either season one or season two where people were dying and they would re- use the resurrection glove. I, right. I think it was season one. And because uh, that was like the big thing is that because, of course, by the end, uh, 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 I can't remember his name. Owen. Owen dies and Jack uses the other glove on him. Right. That they knew existed and they didn't know if it worked the same. And resurrect him with the glove. And then he doesn't come back right. Right. Um, and like Doctor Who is is a torturous enough show as, as it goes. Yeah. By the way, that's the norm around here, though. Yeah. The noise. Yeah. Um, but like Torchwood ratchets that up. Yeah. It, oh, that was the thing. That's what that's what Shelley said to me. Something about Yanto. I, oh, I yeah. think you visited Yanto's grave or something. I forgot what she said. Something about Yanto, and I'm like, Yeah, we did. We went soon. over. We were in Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, and we went over to to Yanto's grave, and then we also I d- I uh, went can't. to the the um, diner. Yes. That is all, you know, Americanized. That's right. That's right. That one's in Doctor Who. I know Matt Smith's in there. I want to say Capaldi does one in there, maybe. Yeah, he Tenet, goes back I to think that. does one in there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you go, mm-hmm. uh, if you ever have the opportunity to go, pop your head in and go, oh, hey, this is the diner. And then go sit in the booth. They'll tell you which booth it is that they always sit at. Go sit in the booth. Do not order the food. <laughs> is the that bad? food was probably the most disgusting burger i've ever had in my life they only serve american food yeah so it's burgers and hot dogs how you screw up burgers and hot dogs i don't know i mean Um, they're british i mean sonic does it every day but technically uh, yeah but yeah welsh Um, hey now hold on i just caught that sonic dude the sonic around your house must suck uh the sonic so my son works at sonic okay and the other day i'd been again working all day in the garage and so i'm like i don't want to make myself anything he's coming home from work i'm like hey Get me that employee discount. Bring me home a, a value meal, right? So he brings me home a double Sonic cheeseburger, some chili cheese tater tots. Um, I didn't even finish it. I was like, what is this garbage? Like, And it cost me $6.50 with a 50% discount. Yeah. And I'm like, I would never pay $13 for this horrible, horrible meal. I don't know. Like, Sonic used to be good, man. It, it used to be. It good. comes and goes. I'll be honest, because we have mm, three within really close driving distance right here. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I only go to the one, like because the other one is sketchy. Like sometimes it's like perfect, right? And then the drinks could be horrible, or the tots are have a really weird flavor. I don't know what they did. Yeah, does something taste wrong? And then the other one we only do when we're headed out to the wifey's mother's mm-hmm. mother in law or whatever, or well, my mother in law, her parents, and uh, just because it's on the way, right? And you know it's a good, good, not quite midway, but quarter way stop to get something to eat. Uh, but I, I don't disagree that certain places their their Sonic is horrible. Yeah, yeah. But Waterburger's the same. Waterburger is starting to go downhill. The one by our house is not too starting. bad. Yeah, um, see, that's the thing. It's like it it comes down to the to the individual one. So there's a brand new one that's down here, and then there's the old one that is up here because we're in a loop situation. Mm-hmm. And then there's one in the middle. Uh, and like, so I'll only go to the one. Yeah. Because I just realized, yeah, there is one in all <laughs> with the forks around. There's a water burger in all three sections, <laughs> main highways. Well, um, it's Texas. 
Huh? You're listening to the podcast and you don't know what Whataburger is. Like it's in the it's in the South, primarily in Texas. Mostly in Texas because it started Texas. here. It started spreading though. But um, anyways, they Slowly. they do have like for a fast food joint, they're pretty good. If they're not being lazy about it, so always order a burger that is something changed. Oh yeah, because so they'll make it any fresh. kind of way that you want. They they say there's literally over a billion ways. Yeah. But it, but I mean, they, but yeah, you always have to order it something to where they have to make it. Yeah, fresh. because if you order a standard burger with nothing yeah, changed, you're gonna get one that's been sitting there, don't especially at rush hour. Yeah, because I've gotten one that was ice cold when it was handed to me. Yeah, and I was like, the cheese wasn't even melted. Right. I'm like, wow, impressive water burger. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, on my way home. I was starving. And I'm just like, I need something. And I'm like, this is terrible. And to be fair, like the, um, yeah, yeah, to be fair, uh, the only, the only time that I'm usually eating Whataburger is like close to midnight. So it's usually not quite as busy then. And so they're, you're usually getting You're more likely to not have food sitting around. Exactly. Um, I do prefer their onion rings. Most onion rings are really good. But spicy ketchup. uh, Spicy ketchup. Dude, did you ever get the second spicy ketchup? Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, it's okay. It was chipotle peppers instead it, of jalapenos. Yeah, it was okay. Like I, I liked it better. I didn't think it was like that much better. I liked it better. I just liked the flavor. Not yeah. the spi- I mean, we like spicy stuff around here. But, yeah. uh, oh, me too. Yeah, so I got a bunch spicy of crazy stuff. hot sauces in the fridge. Um, so you've got a whole cabinet full of, of whiskey and stuff at the house. I've got a whole bunch of hot sauces in the oh, fridge. Yeah. Also, you didn't get to see my little bar card over there. I did see it. Did I, go, didn't, I didn't go pick a, through it. I didn't take a close look. I need to go pick at it, see if there's anything in there. I like we take a shot before we do this. and then uh, I mean, we can take a shot in the middle of it for all I care. Careful, lose your tongue. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I just got a text that apparently I'm, I'm going to be doing men's group tonight. So Oh, fun. I, I probably fun. will not take a shot right no. now. So. Well, I mean, you've got, I mean, that's, I mean you have yeah. six hours. Well, I told you I'm a lightweight, though. I mean, at this point, you might as well stay up here. <laughs> yeah, I won't be going to men's group tonight because yeah. I gotta go pick Jessica up from work. No, that's too bad. Yeah, that does suck. So I mean, it does. It's not too bad that you're picking your wife up. That's very manly of you. But uh, yeah, well, no, the hard part is like having to go get her. And uh, by the way, I didn't get around to talking about this because we're just been. Well, we were talking we're, about we're terrible free, burgers in we're, Cardiff. We're, we're and free flowing we on a yeah fast food tangent. Yeah, we're we're more free flowing than than structured today, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, welcome to our train of thought. Yeah, this is just how Enjoy. it goes. Well, normally I'm like keeping things within some form of reins, but it's okay. I'm not worried about it today. Yeah, 75th episode. Who cares? Yeah, you're new. You're new here. It's fine. Um, if we had like a whole bunch of people going on like normal, like two or three people, then we'd have to keep some reins. But yeah. it's just we're just free flowing back and forth. So uh, new developments. Um, so you know Jessica's in the cast. Yeah, and all that. She's got to roll around, right? Right. We got crutches for her, so to try to help her get up and down the stairs. Yeah. She has abandoned using the crutches to come up the stairs. Okay. She is now crawling on her hands and knees. Oh. So we bought industrial knee pads. Nice. Yeah. They're really nice. And not gloves, I hope. I, yeah, I already had gloves for her, That's honestly. Because like, I bought gloves for her so she could help me work on the car one day. Mm-hmm. And so I just had them in the car. I mean, they Wait, if you gloves. buy your wife gloves, they help you fix your cars? I didn't know this. No, no, I bought gloves for her go. so she would have to help me fix she, the car. That's what I'm saying. Like, you buy, so oh, if I buy you're my right. wife There's gloves, no, she has to help me fix the car. There's no guarantee. There's a rule. Well, you can't fix your car. No, no, her true. car, you could. That's true. I can't yeah, She's got car. the much cooler car. You just have the e- faster car. Elon has to fix my car yeah elon literally comes to your house with a with some duct tape or whatever it hey takes elon did me a solid the other day oh, yeah? um i took my i took my car to tesla to get a tow hitch installed okay um because i have a trailer and uh i need to be able to pull it i have a van that i used to pull it with I'm, i want to sell the van um because i don't really need it anymore so i was like well i have to have something to pull my trailer so 
anyways, I had some several things that I need to get done to the Tesla and some warranty work that needed to be done. And um, total was going to be like $1,700 to me. You had to enter in your information. Like you do it all on the app because it's Tesla. So you do everything on the app first. You prepay for it. And then you just take it there and they do the work and you're done. You're gone, right? So I get there and I notice like as soon as the car arrives and they check it in, like it pings my card for a dollar. And I'm like, well, that's fairly normal. Like they're, you know, like a kind of a place marker almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I go, I pick up the car and he's like, well, everything was prepaid. So, you know, you're good to go, which all made sense to me. Except for like I went and I noticed like they never charged me anything. Uh, they took the dollar off and everything was at zero. And then he gave me the invoice and everything had been zeroed out. Well, I looked at the invoice prior to and like there was all these, yeah. you know, all these charges totaled seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, like you do uh, plus. Yeah. And uh, and when he gave me the invoice, everything was zeroed out and it said total zero. So I asked him about it. I'm like, you know, this I thought it was gonna be seventeen hundred dollars, and he was just like. He, he grabbed the invoice, he looked at it, and he was like, um, no, looks like everything everything's taken care of, like it's all free. And I was, I was just like, okay, but some of that wasn't warranty work. And he's like, I mean, do you want to argue about it? I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, have a nice day. I mean, yeah. $1,700 worth of stuff they did to my Tesla, and I did not pay a penny for it. So thanks, Elon. Whoever did that, nice. Yeah. It's that Twitter money. That Twitter money, that X money. <laughs> said he that supposedly has lost enormous amount of money. What is a tweet called now? Uh, just a post. Are they are they X's? No, it's just a post. He X'd it. Just called posting. Mm. I call it Twixing. Twixting? Yeah. It's Twix. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, Twix, X, whatever. It's, Anyways, it's my, my point bad. is don't eat at the diner in Cardiff. And and, and watch out for your Sonics, realistically. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a good Sonic. If like isn't that funny that we have that? That is a thing. Like, no, no, you want to go to the good Chick-fil-A. Yeah, the good one. The good one. It's like, you always describe it that. And the funny thing is, like, because of location, and by the way, we have, okay, so I think we still only have two Chick-fil-A's in town. They might be working on another one. But we're finally getting a Dairy Queen. Mm. Because That's the Dairy Queen, the original Dairy Queen here, uh, shut down many oh, yeah. years ago, and it needed to. I heard about that. It was bad. Yeah. It was horrible. I mean, it's Dairy Queen. They only make good uh blizzards and everything else in my opinion is garbage and i would know because my wife worked at a dairy queen for years when we were dating and first married and i kind of and we were broke as all get out and we lived on dairy queen mm. uh, we lived on dairy queen and and yeah it just even with my wife making it and doing her very best it was still pretty bad yeah blizzards are definitely the best part but i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not unopposed to the I'm not opposed to the burgers, but I'm not going to go there for a burger. No. But if I go there for a a, a blizzard and a burger happens. Like if I were driving by a Dairy Queen and like someone chucked one in my window, like uh, like Patrick Mahomes or something, <laughs> and like it landed specifically, next to me, I so would Patrick consider Mahomes, eating it. Patrick Mahomes just if it was Patrick burger. Mahomes, I would eat it, and that way I could just say I ate a burger. Can you sign the wrapper, please? Could you, could you please sign my burger? Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it would be a weird situation that he's just chucking burgers into traffic. Yes. Patrick Mahomes chucking burgers. I, I mean, it's happening in some universe. <laughs> I mean, somewhere in the multiverse. Somewhere in the multiverse. Yeah. Speaking That's of which, what Loki, Patrick Mahomes does. Speaking of which, Loki he just chucks two. burgers into people's yeah. windows as they drive by. <laughs> like, he's standing outside of Dairy Queen, hucking burgers at people. Yep. There you go. I didn't want this. Some people don't have their windows down. Yeah. And it's just splatting. Mm-hmm. And we're assuming there's a wrapper and it's yeah. just holding together well. Um, <laughs> that's just dumb. <laughs> that's all I could think of. <laughs> and we'd like to welcome James back to the podcast. Oh my god. Um, 
What was the other thing? Oh, yeah. So uh, my car is currently dead. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to go to work on Saturday and I'm like, oh, great. Just got cold enough for the battery to go. No. You know why that's a so big slap the battery, in the face? Though? Yeah, it's just a okay, battery. Well, that's good. Uh, but that's a slap in the face because uh, guess which car we put a brand new battery in? The one that got wrecked? Yes, that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, literally a month before. And suspension. It, huh? Well, and that was suspension. at least the suspension was a year before. Okay. The battery was a month before. So part of me wanted to be like, I should have snagged that battery and just taken it back. There's so many things that like happen when you sell a car or a car gets trashed or something. And then like two weeks after the fact, you're like, why did I not grab that from that car? Like I, yeah. I, like I had a car, uh, I traded in a car one time that I had bought um, WeatherTech mats for. Oh, you know, no. and they're like they're like two hundred dollars, yeah. two hundred fifty dollars, and the dealer doesn't care. They're probably going to take them out anyway. And the, but I didn't think about it until two weeks later, and I'm like, oh, yeah. dang it, I could have like sold those on eBay or something. Exactly. And like usually, like if it's if it's like equipment and stuff like that, I'll remove certain things. But yeah. I rarely sell a car; they usually just disappear somehow. Um, but like the last few cars I've had, I didn't really modify. So nope. I didn't have to worry about anything. It just did upgrades. Like I mean, when, when we got rid of the PT Cruiser, I lowered it. Whoop de doo. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing crazy. Put a cold air intake on it. Nothing crazy. But interior wise, nothing. It was just the transmission was shot. Right. But with the with the Civic, yeah, man, I just put new. Uh, I just put all the new suspension on there. New brakes. Irony. The brakes were. I mean, the, the brakes didn't fail by any means, but you know, just irony. That she couldn't stop fast enough. Mm. But uh, we're just planning on doing so much more. I put a new um, sun visor in that thing because the one before had been installed so poorly. Like, there's already screw holes, right? Mm. And, like, so I guess they were having an issue with it, like, flipping down when Mm -hmm. they didn't want it to. So they put two other screws in it to tighten it up. And it was ruined and it wouldn't function properly. Mm. So I just hopped on eBay found one that was the exact model, exact color and everything, slapped it in there in like 10 minutes. I was like, seriously, why does nobody just do the easy thing? Right. And like that thing, there was one problem. Like somebody had messed up. I guess they were trying to do something with the transmission and they had broken the little sleeve that goes up to the shift knob. Right. It's just a little plastic dealy. It's supposed to lock in place and then do it. It never would lock in place. They had clearly broken a chunk of it. So that was like the the fidget spinner while driving. Just like, you know, play with that. I had no idea how to fix that. That was the thing. So I couldn't do anything about that. But having just put a freaking battery in that thing, that was so bad. And now I need a battery. That's why it's a slap in the face. It's like, I couldn't use that battery, but I could have taken that battery back. True. It was like, it's only a month old to be like, hey, I don't need this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Now, actually, I put a radiator in it. Was it a radiator or a radiator fan? Put one of those items in, in there uh, a couple of years ago. Well, it's when we lived here. So, yeah, it was at least a little after we moved in here because we couldn't figure out how to get it out. And mm-hmm. I had to destroy a chunk of something to get, get it out initially and then realize, oh, this whole thing just unbolts. And I'm like, well, it was broken anyways. Yeah. Who cares that I destroyed it? Um, so was it the radio? Or was it the AC? Either way, it doesn't matter. Something doesn't along matter. the AC or the radiator, some BS like that. But I will say the one thing I don't regret putting in there. Well, correction, I regret having to put it in there. I'm just, you know, it was the uh, starter. So those are always fun. Yeah, and where this one was, it was the most incon- literally the most inconvenient spot on the mm-hmm. entire car. So most of them, 
And I had a friend who used to work on Hondas, so he told me, he's like, yeah, it's not easy. It's easy. It's right here. Like, just pull the battery out. It's right there on top of the transmission. I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, what? What do you mean? He's like, no, no, it's on the back side of the motor, above the transmission, yeah. and no. ab- under the exhaust. I'm familiar. Yeah. Not with that particular model, but yeah, I've seen starters in stupid places like yeah, that. Yeah, that was so dumb. Like, like everything's had, made to where you're not like you're it's not designed to. so that you don't work on it because they want to yeah. make all their money on the hundred. Because you know, I had old cars when I started driving. You know, like everything from the '80s, and you know, it, it was easy to work on. Like everything it was like bolt on, bolt off. Yeah, and there was and, room, and there was room, to lots do it. of room. Sometimes and now too it's much. like, yeah, I don't mess with it anymore. And that's that's actually one of the reasons I got a Tesla was just tired of trying to work on cars yeah. which is not to say like the teslas don't break down they do and then and i'm not going to be able to fix that either no but i don't have to worry about oil changes or starters or alternators or nope. you know all that other kind of stuff and that was an appeal for me so no you just got electric motors that may or may not catch fire one day yeah true it's and it's a gamble yeah it's fun but like this one I, you act, I actually had to drop the lower exhaust and I had to move a couple other things, and then I had to work with every extension I had from the wheel well across and over to blind get, stab a bolt to remove it. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. It took me seven hours on my back in the parking lot. I'm sorry you had to go through that, Shoki. Thank you. Okay, back it up already, bud. Yeah, back it up already. Seriously, so you, don't, so you won't go by now. your given name on the internet, but you use your wife's name. Yeah, we did for a while, but then she came in and said her own name, so it was just easier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say last names. I don't have a cool name. I don't have a cool... Your James is easy enough. Good marker. I mean, you have such a boring name. I have the most boring name on the planet, but... uh, I I don't know if that... Sometimes I just want to go down to the courthouse and just change it to something really cool, but I only want to do it like if all my kids are on board, too, and we just like start a new family name that's never been done before. I don't know what it is. So you want to change your last name? Yeah. I mean, your last name's fine, That's but boring. I would argue John is more boring than James. And I think they're about the same. Mm, a, a is a brighter sound. Yeah. So you get the A sound, yeah, but, but then John call just me sounds Jim. like... I really hate that, because well, they just assume that it's okay. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. first of all, it's never anybody under the age of 60. Yeah. But if they're over 60, it's a 50-50 shot. I'm going to get called Jim. You're probably going to call I'm not Jim. That's not my name. Yeah. Well, it's like my buddy Bobby. Don't call him Bob. Yeah. Only his dad calls him Bob, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like that because his dad was Bob. So he's, you know, a, a second or a junior, whatever. Well, what if it's Wolverine and he calls him Bub? Bub is probably okay because okay. he likes Wolverine. As long as he doesn't misunderstand it. Yeah. Yeah, like but apparently no, Blob did. I watched that scene in the other the other day where they're in the where they're in the boxing ring. Yes. And he's like, hey, Bub. And he's like, what did you call me? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, how do you, I, he didn't stutter. He said Bub. He didn't say Blob. Too much fat in his ears. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that. I haven't watched those movies in forever. I don't blame you. But now we have to with Deadpool 3 coming. Somewhat forgettable. Deadpool 3 is coming. It's going to have all the references. Yep. That's true. Yep. And apparently, from what I saw, Hugh Jackman is actually going to take part in the Secret Wars movie. Oh, yeah? Supposedly. As as at least that I I heard they were trying to figure out a way to, like, get Fox X-Men into it and then, like, shift it over to a different kind of... Yeah, well, we'll have a new universe right. regardless, but we'll have some of them. And apparently, that's where some of the spoilers from the Marvels has come in. Okay. It's X-Men related. Uh, yeah, I, I had heard yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, but, it, but again, that's all I heard. I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, and that's not... To me, that's not like a spoiler. That's not like, a huge thing, but that. that's what they're trying to do because they have to bring in the multiverse somehow. Yeah. And we know Deadpool is going to do a whole lot of Fox multiverse 
right. stuff. But and once again, I don't know if this is a rumor or or right or real that Daniel Radcliffe is is supposed to be like the <laughs> this the Marvel the MCU equivalent to Wolverine, right? Because he's the right size. Yeah, but that might have been an AI image because it showed him basically with the hair, right? And he got jacked. Um, no, yeah, it was definitely definitely an AI image. I mean, that's I don't not. No, it not looked him. really good. I don't think. I don't think that's because him. that was a rumor for a long time. Because people, you know, said, but he's not that great of an actor. I gotta say, like, I don't I get mean, me wrong. I love Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I loved Harry Potter. I loved him in the Weird Al movie. Thought he did an oh, amazing yeah. job at that. Um but I've seen him in other stuff that I'm just like, he's very wooden. I, can't, I just can't do see you, him play. Do you think that's a him or a director problem? I think it's because a him thing. Because he's wooden in Harry Potter, but as the character, Harry is a little bit wooden. like, yeah. And so that's okay because it fits the character. But then he's carried that over. I've watched him in other stuff, and he like carries that persona over. That's I just, just think weird. he, as, a, as an actor, he's just a little stiff. And yeah. that's not really Wolverine. So I don't know. I I don't. I'm but my then, call is that's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I don't disagree. I just don't know because like I haven't seen him in enough things. Yeah. But it seems like in other, maybe it's a genre situation too. I don't know because like he plays basically like the son of the devil or whatever in yeah. horns. That's a different situation. Right. And then uh, wasn't it Swiss Army Man where he was like the weird. That one I don't think I caught that one. Half the woman I saw Woman in Black. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, he's done a lot of things nobody knows. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he does. He does a lot of smaller stuff. I too. think he's even done some TV that nobody knows. Like, yeah, or like British shows or something, or maybe buried in Netflix's universe or somewhere. Because I know he crops up sometimes. We go, was that Daniel Radcliffe? I just feel like it for for most of the Harry Potter kids, it was it was somewhat of a mistake to try and capitalize on their fame by putting them into other stuff because. Yeah. Well, Emma like Watson they were is, great as those characters, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily make them phenomenal actors. Like it, you were great at doing this thing, that doesn't you mean you have here. range. Yeah. And if you don't have range, then like let's not stick them in a bunch of other things where they really kind of need to have range. Especially if they grew up in a situation like that, so they, they grew up on the set of Harry Potter, not knowing any other form right. of acting. Right. So they just and with all kinds of different directors, Chris Columbus uh, and all the other guys. But of course, who was it that did uh, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and Half Blood Prince was the same director, and he was like usually does like the really dark. And was crazy. that Del Toro? Not Del Toro, because uh, he never did Harry Potter. He didn't. No, I could have sworn he did. Don't think so. No. Well, because I, mean, I would love to see a Guillermo Del Toro led thing. Once again, my internet. Oh, hey, look, I have a phone that works. No. Yeah, I don't that I didn't put on mute. Good job, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm amazed we haven't been getting notifications. <laughs> okay, let me look here. Harry Potter directors. Because I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, Alfonso Cuarón. He was the one. Who oh, okay, did. okay. So he's fantastic in that. So I think like those were the better movies. Chris Columbus did most of the early ones, which is when you know far more kiddie. That makes sense for Chris Columbus. Mike Newell, I think, only did oh, one. Oh, he was. He was supposed to do Azkaban. Okay. Del Toro was supposed to do Azkaban. Well, he, that makes sense. How he Quarum turned it down because he had his own vision for it, and it wasn't going to be super contiguous with Columbus's what Columbus had done to that point. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's also how you get all the visual differences and like how the acting, you know, and and people don't give directors enough credit for bad movies. Yeah. 
because a lot of times it's just poor directing. True. Um, not just a bad script because you can you can make a bad script okay with good actors who have been directed well, yeah, and it just sounds terrible, but it can still work around it. I mean, see, I don't know the original Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, um, good director, good actors, bad script. Yeah. Um, well, okay, that was, but would okay. Let's go to, let's go to that movie. Would I think that whole thing mm. could have been salvaged? Yeah, I mean the movie, every everything about it could have been salvaged to where like right now. You ask me right now, was it a good movie? No, no. Change one little thing about the lore, and I'd say okay, yes, it's a good movie. Such as if it would have been revealed that that Joker was Jason Todd. Oh, like they were leaning into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because then everything makes sense. Yeah. Everything they, makes sense if that Joker is Jason Todd. And that's all they had to do to make everything that everybody hated about the movie because it didn't make sense and the Joker was this and the blah, 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 and all that. Like, yeah. But if that Joker was Jason Todd, then all of the stuff that happens in that movie makes total sense. But yeah. they And then they had the opportunity to do it because they made a sequel. Yeah. But they didn't. Well, do it, not so. a sequel. Well, you, you know, uh, whatever. A, re- a requel. Requel. Yeah. But well, anyways. the idea that they redid that movie almost entirely, or at least half of the movie, they redid it, and it was the guys who cut the trailer that re- did the redo of that movie. Yeah, that made it into now. It's not about the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's about I almost said sorceress. What was she called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Either way, the the wiggly dancy girl. Yeah. Poor Kara Delevingne. I think that was her. Yeah. She basically had to stand there and wiggle with lights around her until <laughs> a big f- guy with flaming head came into either way. Yeah. It was supposed to not be that. I mean, right. the jo- I think the Joker, I think Jared Leto said they cut out like a full, like 11 minutes of extra footage of just the stuff he's supposed to do in the Which movie. Which was fine because he was awful as the Joker. I don't think he was awful. I think it was just, we never unless if, it's Jason Todd. Unless it's Jason Todd, but <laughs> also had they given that Joker room to actually do anything, right? And he didn't. We we get a lot of story about the Joker, and we get flashbacks to a couple things. Plus, how do you follow up Heath Ledger? And that was just uh, well, I didn't pity anybody who had to follow to up. Heath pick Ledger. up the green hair, yeah. yeah. Um, but of course, now with the uh, three Joker story, it's possible we right. have all these Jokers, right? So, I mean, it is what it is. It's just, it's difficult. I wish they had not abandoned that storyline that was established in uh, what was that Batman v Superman, where they established that yeah. that it probably was Jason Todd, and then even some of the things he said alluded to he was probably Jason Todd, uh, but that would preclude that there was another Joker before him, right? That is no longer around, right? Which would have started an interesting new trend, and also give it credence to why Batman gave up. Right. So yeah, just change that one tiny bit of lore, or actually, don't change it. Bring it out. It, it was there. It's like just bring it out. Yeah. So yeah, that is the hard part with that is that uh, they took something great and then turned it into crap. I but, just I don't know that any of it is salvageable at this point, and mm. and reboots are so common that even rebooting it, I almost feel like the DC universe needs. A years long break. You need a full hiatus. Just absolutely don't do anything mm-hmm. unless you want to ch- like you know if you want to do like some one offs that don't matter to anything at all. Okay, yeah. cool. Like focus on that maybe. Maybe find some success there. But yeah, they just need to absolutely 
step away, come back at it with all new. I mean, which is a shame because I absolutely love Gal Gadot, Gadot at um, as Wonder Woman. Although the second one sucked, but the first one was so good. And, and, and then the other role she, you know, in the other movies, Justice League, Batman v Superman, yeah. she's great. Yeah, she did great. It was um, just so it's, it's a shame to lose her. Yeah. But I don't, I don't feel like it's a shame to lose anybody else. I'm just like everybody. I mean, else. I mean Henry Cavill did okay. Like I don't think he was phenomenal or anything, but he he, he was good. He did well. Um, certainly better than uh, what's his face, um, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon Ralph. I think he did okay for the Superman he, he was okay. playing. That was writing too. But but he was playing the Christopher Reeve Superman. He so was. He had to embody that. Yeah. It's the it's it's the hard part. Is like at least Cavill didn't have to stand on someone else's shoulders. Right. Well, that was casting too. I feel like too. It's not that Brandon Ralph did a bad job, yeah. but um, the girl who played Lois Lane did. There was no that chemistry there. Rachel McAdams? Mm, question mark? Maybe that sounds right. Yeah. Because um, I always want to no say chemistry Amy Adams. Like whatsoever. Yeah. And I'm just like, you have to have... I mean, that was what was great about about the original Superman movie. was like yeah. the chemistry between Clark and Lois was phenomenal. I like and that then, you said it that way. And then, uh, and then in the Superman Returns movie, it was just like... It looked like two doorknobs kissing each other. I was just like, well, there was nothing mm-hmm. there. And well, he also just, disappeared for like five years. Yeah. You know, to go find not Krypton. Right. And then came back to Kevin Spacey. So, I mean, that that's a little shocking. <laughs> yeah. I will say Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey did a good he job. He did a great job as Kevin Lex. Spacey like, did a good I job. I mean, everything else and, he may or may not have done. And, and I'm and I wasn't a fan of uh of uh the Lex Luthor in the in the newer um, oh, you mean uh, Facebook guy? You mean uh, Zuckerberg? Yeah, Zuckerberg guy. Um, <laughs> that guy has a real name, but I only know him Jesse, as Mark Zuckerberg. Justin Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he, I mean, like, Wasn't he, a fan but of he was playing Lex Junior. To be fair, yeah. We never got to see real Lex on well, screen. We only got Lex Junior, which makes no sense because Lex Junior was a clone of Lex with his brain put in him from right. the comics. So it makes no sense. It does. And then he had daddy issues. It's be like, well, where's your dad? He's the one we really want to deal with. You know, that's kind of the the problem with the that old DCEU is that it didn't set up enough. Yeah. And it would have been I thought that it would have been interesting to get a Snyder ver not Snyderverse, a uh God I was Snyderverse. Um in the Batman begins, uh in all that universe. Nolan. Nolan. So the Nolan verse would have been interesting to branch out from, yeah. not build something new. Right, because like gritty, realistic Batman dealing with gritty, realistic stuff, and then all of a sudden, now we got this dude who can fly. Right, and that reminds me a lot of. It would have been fun to watch, though. I would, yeah, I would enjoy watching Bale's Batman like try to figure out this flying dude. Yeah, especially if there wasn't really anything up to that point. Yeah, and that's that's the thing then, with then, the Batman White Knight comics. Yeah, because that it's a it's an alternate universe where all. Of Batman's history has has happened, kind of like the Lego Batman movie did, where it's like, yeah, literally we did all of this. So in that universe, all of that has happened, but it's only Batman centric. There's no other superheroes right. at all. It's just Gotham, just Batman. And then when it gets to the Batman Beyond area, so and it's all completely alternate. Like Bruce went to jail, all right. this other stuff. That's why he stopped being Batman, and he comes back. And then you find out at the end of that story. Diana Prince comes up to him as an FBI agent with John Stewart as her partner mm-hmm. and says, Hey, you know, you're the only person we think is equipped to handle this. And they're like, he's like, okay. He's like, well, you're used to dealing with super powered freaks. Right. And they're like, uh-huh. And they hand him a picture as like, well, there's this 
boy in Kansas who can do these things and mm-hmm. see a young Superman. Right. So now we've got an old Bruce Wayne dealing with a young Superman. So they're going to reboot it into a New World's Finest comic, yeah. uh, branching cool. out from there. So it would have been interesting to see that in the Nolanverse. Like, so even if we'd gotten Cavill, like, because I think a lot of people were putting notes together because they were nearly the same time. Because mm-hmm. Man of Steel came out, I think, after uh, Dark Knight, I believe. Yeah. But before Returns. Um, arises. Sorry, getting all my Batmans confused. Right. It's like Batman returned and Superman returned, but only one of them rose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and actually, Batman didn't rise. Robin rose, which is also weird. Yeah. Um, which still, a uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt Batman. Mm, maybe. Thanks. Maybe someday. I don't think so. Um, he did a good job in that role. Yeah, he was great as a not Robin. Oh, yeah. As a not Robin, Robin, he was yeah. great. Why don't you go by your first name? It's so much better. <laughs> it's like so dumb. Um, I'm happy with the ending of that movie, though, as it goes. But, yeah, no, in the DCEU situation, I think that you're right. They should have just, if they're going to reboot it, take a big break. Take a break. Don't just go year to year. Go go find, like, some obscure, doesn't matter. Yeah. And make a couple of movies of that for fun. Well, and, and who knows, maybe that grows into something you can boot off of that or something. I feel like that's what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, who the heck knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was? Nobody. For the most part, nobody knew. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, everybody's wearing Groot on their t-shirts and, yeah. you know, everything else. Well, why? Because Well, because it was awesome. Like, the movie because was Because awesome. James Gunn. Uh, yeah, because James Gunn is James yeah. Gunn and uh, did a great job. And, you know, even and even, you know, and, and I mean, really, that's how the Marvel, you know, I mean, Iron Man was not a big deal. It's, not that, people, not people started, who, no. you know, a lot, a lot younger people. I mean, I'm 43. So people who are a lot younger than me just assume that Iron Man is the face of Marvel Comics. Like Iron Man was not the face of of Marvel. Like he, he was, he's he not the who face people of the thought of yeah. when they thought of. Of Marvel and um, yeah. Captain America was basically the head of the Avengers, not Iron Man, right? Like and, forever. And then, and but they made this BA movie, and you know, and then all of a sudden, like that's started off the whole thing. I feel like they could maybe take that approach with DC if they wanted to, but well, they, they got to have the right people to head failed. it up. So, I mean, with who? Exactly. No, the problem was is that they tried to jump in at the Avengers and then right. make individual did, movies, right. like and now they're trying like, to write it by doing new Batman, new Superman, new all these other things. Yeah, I think they um, just need to give all that a pass and go to some I, obscure character and do that. And just, I, I agree. Know. Go off. To, well, I think that's one reason why at least Peacemaker worked as a series outside of all the rest of it because it could Peacemaker. give. Oh, My daughters are so mad at me because so I watched good. it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a horrible show in in the aspect of the show. Yeah, good show horrible show right great act john cena as an actual actor when he really gets to play mm-hmm. is great but then also getting um oh what's his name robert patrick mm-hmm. as his dad and being like a tertiary bad guy to this situation also fantastic but then because it's so tied to the dceu that existed then mm-hmm. because peacemaker's coming back for a second season, but it's going to be in the new universe. Oh, okay. So only keeping a handful of characters and actors and then starting over. So it's like, but, oh, that's the other thing is that WB not only is canceling DC stuff, they canceled other movies now because it turned out there was this other John Cena-led movie. I already forgot what it was called. They're canning it. Right. It was already done, and right. they're canning it. Like so WB girl. is just trying to like save the money. Batgirl, movie. Batgirl needed How to be canned. How bad did the Batgirl have to be to just say we're not even going to 
I mean, release this. Not to go there, but we talked about it when it happened. I mean, they made Barbara Gordon black out of nowhere, right? And we saw how. And I think after did you watch? Did after, you watch the South Park episode? No, I've not watched Pandaverse yet. <laughs> I need to. I've not watched Enter the Pandaverse, but okay, sorry. Uh, but uh, I think after the failure of Batwoman, which could, um, they said, "Nah, we probably shouldn't do this." Yeah. Um, Good job. Yes. So I'm trying to think. There's no other crazy, crazy stuff going on media-wise right now, unless you've watched anything of interest. Oh, well, I know that um, uh, Coral from The Walking Dead, uh, who I believe his name is Chandler Riggs, is yes starring in a fan film that is supposed to be a Spider-Man horror movie. And this is confirmed. Like, you can look it up. So he's okay. good, and he'll be playing the the titular character of Spider-Man. Okay. So that's interesting to me. Uh, I think all that there is right now is some like, so it's a fan film. So they're not, I mean, they can do anything they want as long as they're not charging money for it. So, or as long as they're not using proper names. No, you can use property. You can do anything you want with a fan film as long as 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 you're not making money off of it. As long as it's free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, makes sense. so they're apparently it's going to, it's a, some, you know, obviously it's probably not like this super multi-million dollar production, but it's big enough to they'll where they felt like they could pull it off. Grand, probably something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So that was kind of interesting to me that that's, that's the thing that's moving. Ahead. I've not heard of that. So yeah. That's, that's Jensen it. Ackles, I guess, is trying to do kind of a one more. I don't know if it's like a, like a mini series, like a few episodes mm. Or, or he's wanting to do something with supernatural again. Well, they did the they did the Winchesters and it failed. Yeah, it was yeah. I didn't even bother watching because it already either. broke canon, so I wasn't interested. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, but for that reason, I'm like, you're not gonna take something I invested 15 years in and then just immediately crap all over the canon well, of it. The weird part is, yeah, it's just like, how did you come from that and then? turn it into this i'm just like yeah, that makes no sense like why would you go against what also why would you not use the john and the mary you already had that were the True. young john and mary which really made no sense well i mean if you want to think of it like in a i mean because there it is would have to be there multiverse. is a multiverse there in is. supernatural established yeah so I remember that episode if you want to do if you want to go well there's several episodes that kind of hint at a multiverse but well it's the one where they literally had the alternate sam and dean right there. yeah at the very end where they're all but anyways yeah um but yeah, so that's that's interesting to see if they are able to. I would like that. I think it'd be cool to come back and do something with Supernatural that's actually good. Well, there was um, there was there was a spinoff that also didn't go very far, and it was they established it. I think it was in, it was supposed to be in Chicago, and it was like a a vampire and werewolf like crime families, hmm. and the the daughter of one. So it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, but there was supposed to be a series around that. I don't remember if that was the originals or something like that. It was something like that. And it, it did actually happen, but they dropped the connection to supernatural, like almost immediately, but it was set up in supernatural, Hmm. but Bobby was, Bobby was originally going to have a spinoff. Yeah. So it wasn't just, so you would see what's going on with Bobby at the same time, which totally would have worked. Right. Um, we didn't really need anything extra with Castiel because he became way too, involved through the last like eight seasons i would say and i got nothing against castiel but it's just like okay we've done the angel confused or the powered down angel or right. whatever as like we've done this can we move on to something else um 
And like when it really got like I love Supernatural, mm-hmm. but when I finally got caught up on the last few seasons right before it ended, I was like, "Wow, they were phoning it in here for a little I, bit." I feel like they kind of brought it back together with the last two seasons, but yes, I stopped. I agree. Um, I only recently finished Supernatural because I was watching it in real time, all the way up through season nine or ten, I think, mm-hmm. and then same, same, and then I stopped. Yeah, because I just didn't care anymore. Because it was just a, you know, it just wasn't intriguing to me anymore. And then, and then my daughters got super into it, and I was like, yeah. and so they started watching the whole thing, and I was like, well, you know, I never finished it, like, so yeah. I'll go back. And just this year, I watched the final four seasons that I hadn't watched before. So, I did go watch the Scooby Doo episode when that the one Scooby came Natural out, episode. But, I just referenced um, that yesterday. Yeah, but I so I wouldn't I wouldn't watch that, you know. Uh, but other than that, I hadn't seen any of this stuff. So I just finished Supernatural, like mm-hmm. I don't know, a month ago, maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, so I hadn't known what happened, and let us stayed away from spoilers actually. So I, I truly that? didn't know what happened. Wow. Um, I'm really good at avoiding spoilers. I don't know. It's like a it's like yeah, I have a I have an innate, like me, uh, ability for like if I see a headline yeah. or a word, and I think that might have something to do with something that I don't want to know anything about, I just bounce and and uh, you know I don't read it. So, mm. um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So but I, don't, I, I don't know. I would say that I sort of agree with Ricky that. After the first five seasons, which mm-hmm. was a complete story arc, right? It could have just ended because mm-hmm. we got ten seasons that sort of all flow together to eventually get to the actual ending of the show. Yeah. So the first five seasons are a totally complete story arc. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's first five, and then the other ten. Right. It's like that's what's so weird about that show is like because you get into the Leviathan arc, whoop de doo, you get into the Angel Civil War. It was fine, you know. It was a little by the end of it, right? I think when they got into the Jack story arc is when things got a little wonky. Yeah, and then the uh, I forget the British Men of Letters story arc. That was a weird one that didn't go very far. But mm-hmm. then, it, of course, it always wraps back around because they remembered they had a storyline. Which to me, that would that was an opportunity for a good spinoff. Like you yeah. could like go back in time and like the original Men of Letters. And I stuff think they like were that. gonna That'd do really a Men cool. of Letters spinoff. Is what yeah. they were just gonna do, and it could have followed. And they Henry. Had, they had also said not that I wanted this one because I didn't care, but you know they had basically set everything up for a female spinoff with Jody and that was the other part. And, it was yeah, supposed they, to be them. It was yeah, supposed, it was supposed to, be to be Jody that. and the girls. They were they were yeah. supposed to. But that, that, but that, that was never, in the works. Yeah, it just it didn't happen. Fruition, yeah. No. Which I'm not terribly sad about. I mean, like, I like those characters. I do too, but not enough but, to watch a whole several seasons of them. I mean, it wouldn't even have to be anything crazy. Yeah. You could have, I mean, like, the, the idea of a 23 season series is coming to an end. Right. Like, we can get in and out with eight. Like, make a good story. You can do it in eight episodes. Yeah. But also, if you have it running alongside the main series. At the same time, so you're getting parallel stories, and then you see the characters dipping in and out, which is fine. Like, that's a great way to go, because the same thing happened with Doctor Who, Torchwood, Mary Jane Adventures. They were running concurrently. Right. And then you would have tie-in episodes as you went, because... In because uh, you get Torchwood season one that ends with Jack hopping on the TARDIS at the beginning of Utopia part one right and then that plays into later but then you also get sort torchwood season two the weird stuff happens and then it plays into right the end of the next series and then the rest of them don't have any tie-in unfortunately yeah um but it is what it is we don't talk about miracle day um <laughs> i talked about that with shelly i'm like miracle day doesn't exist right and she's like no <laughs> um 
which they did okay. Yeah. But with with Supernatural, they had all this work they could be doing. I mean, you could have had an entire series around the Roadhouse. Literally just yeah, Joanna and her mom and the different hunters that come in and then stuff happens from there. Right. That could have been a whole series that basically was an anthology series. So you see just different hunters like Garth or whoever come in and they go yeah. do other stuff. Or um, Rufus. Like all these guys could have been tied in through the Roadhouse and then you see the Winchesters come in every now and then and do something. And they just left all of that on the table. Right. And it, it sucks because the Supernatural fans love their their guys. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, and and I still haven't made it out to Family Business Beer Co. No, I, yeah. I, I, I want to so go. I, uh, last time I was in San Antonio, I saw their stuff in the fridge yeah. at the HEB. Yeah. Uh, HEB is the, uh, the, the local grocery store down here. But um, One of them. Anyway, well, yeah, one of them. Yeah. Uh, but but I didn't I didn't buy any. Um, the, their stout looks really good. Uh, but we're we're taking my daughter there on her twenty first birthday, which is nice. next year. Um, and then we're also going to the convention that's coming, mm-hmm. uh, the Supernatural convention that's coming next year. So oh. I'm trying to. Um, if you haven't seen the end of the show, this isn't too spoilery. But let's just say there's a scene towards the end of the of the show that that shows a, a more aged Sam and kind of famously it's wearing so a terrible wig, terrible wig, terrible, terrible, I mean, terrible wig, terrible makeup, basically terrible everything. Yeah. And so I'm going to go dressed as Sam, but with like a gray yarn wig. (laughs) 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 Just like the worst wig I could possibly find. And and then just some really bad old man makeup. And and I get that they shot the end of that show during COVID. Yeah. And they had a very minimal staff, but they could have gotten someone to play old Sam. Yeah. They absolutely, Uh, they got someone to play old Dean. Or just literally better, better makeup and wig. Like it was horrible. Literally just better makeup and wig. It looks like somebody was like, "Oh, I mean, what?" It's supposed okay, to be like it's COVID, so yeah. go down to the Spirit Halloween and buy a wig. That's yeah. what it looked like they did. It was horrible, and yeah. the makeup was trash. And then, like, and the funny thing is, I think they actually shot that in. I could be wrong, but it almost looked like Jared's house, maybe like Jared's actual mm-hmm. house, because it looked like his. Because remember when they went in the alternate timeline yep. where they were just Hollywood yep. stars? I think that I'm pretty sure that was, was actually actual Jared's house. house. So I think that. Uh, that it looked like it was like in his like side room, and that's yeah, where they shot it be. from home, because uh, you know they live here half the time, you yeah. know. But because uh, they're both Texas boys, yeah. Um, uh, my sister-in-law um, knows Jared. Not not probably today, but yeah. they grew up together grew because together, my yeah. uh, because her mom was his babysitter. Yeah. So like yeah they there's a I have a family connection there that yeah. I'll I'll try, probably try and exploit well, it at uh, the convention of that'd be fine. like hey uh, I know your babysitter she's a family member actually if you, a very similar story we have a connection to uh, to um, Law and Order Special Victims Unit oh yeah because my uncle used to babysit Mariska Hargitay oh yeah or I guess my mm. family way back in the day in California they were friends with her mom. Yeah. And uh, babysat her way back when. Babysitting famous people. Babysitting famous people. Which also podcast. could be a title. Yeah. 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 Um, so I did want to ask yeah. because you brought we brought up supernatural. What as as a man of God mm-hmm. as a ghost, what did you think about their portrayal of basically 
God and all of that. Um, so, yeah, at first I, I really didn't like it um, just because it's so far off from who God is in a lot of ways. But, you know, that was back when I was watching it for the first time, which would have been, what, 10 years ago or something when he first came on the scene? I don't remember when, like, how, what season... <laughs> Uh, Chuck came in. That, what, yeah, what Chuck year? was in in season four, and he rolled into season five. Yeah, so I mean, it was a long time ago at this yeah. point. Um, and Spoilers. I'm able to kind of separate now. Like, I think I think there was a time back in the day where like anything that I that offended my sensibilities regarding religion or faith or whatever. Yeah, I, I see it a lot. You know, see it on Facebook. People get super offended if if something you know depicts their religion you know but i'm like supernatural is a story you know i've i think i've matured a little bit since then to, to realize like supernatural is a yeah. story these people aren't trying to say this is who the actual real god is and whatever i mean jared supposedly from what i've heard is a christian i know he grew up in church because yeah. again uh he went to the church that my sister-in-law's mother went to yeah um and i know that he grew up in church and uh but anyways so I think I've just kind of come to like, do I like that portrayal of God as compared to, you know, the God that I value and worship? No. Uh, and that's okay because I don't think that's what they were trying to do. No, it's, it's, he's, he's his own thing that exists in a fictional universe. And I'm not going to get all super offended about that. Even I, at once upon a time I did, but yeah. not anymore. I think the, at least I thought the earlier iterations of the character were interesting. Because yeah. he was a god choosing to live amongst man because right. basically he just wanted to live amongst his creation. Right. You know, he just got tired of being out there being nothing. And also we completely abandoned the uh, the Winchester books of the Bible that apparently were part of the thing. <laughs> we completely abandoned that. I forgot yeah. about that. Because he even says in the, you know, Castiel says in the future, you know, it's known as the Winchester right. uh, books. The Winchester Gospel. I think Gospel or something yeah. like that. Basically, all the supernatural books, which are longer than the Bible itself, yeah. if we're yeah. thinking about that. Up until that point, though, because he stopped... He, well, at that point, he had stopped writing, but then he came back later to write more. But right. If you got, I, I did like the reintroduction of Chuck, because at that point, we still didn't know what Chuck was. Mm -hmm. And he comes in, you mentioned this convention. That was when What's-Her-Face uh, throws the convention, and he shows up at the end. Right, and then they come in later, and it's like, "How do you guys feel about angels and demons?" <laughs> it's like because at that point, angels didn't exist; just right. demons. Um, I I liked a lot of what they did. They took a lot of the, they added lore, so to speak, to uh, biblical lore as it goes, obviously. Right. Um, but the I liked the idea of a creator who would at some point live amongst the creator. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do love that they didn't bother to trample on Jesus at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, think, I don't think Jesus ever gets brought up. Literally never. Yeah. I think I think it brought up like one time, and so like okay, so I think, which I think was a, a smart move on their part. Yeah, that would have been the more offensive move, yeah. because God God is literally one thing and Jesus is different. Right. But they did bring in the Antichrist in at least two technical fashions. Both with the original Antichrist that they just completely forgot existed, right, and then with Jack. Uh, which I believe would be a significantly closer version, right, uh, to the thing. But um, and then it, the the twist of Chuck by the end also was weird, um, and I don't know where that came from. The idea where he just gets pissed off and decides to start eliminating, yeah, universes. it seems that was it seemed, weird. Uh, 
there wasn't a whole lot of setup for that. There was, it was none. just like it just came oh, back. here's Chuck. Here's this character that you know, and you either love or hate him or whatever. Or maybe you're indifferent. He's a character, and yeah. then all of a sudden, and now he's doing this. Yeah, with not a whole lot of explanation other than these guys aren't doing what I want them to do, so I'm gonna you know throw yeah. up it. And I think that that's probably how a lot of uh, our our culture views God is yeah. like a, a mean bully who who you know kind of views us all as his toys and so i think that there's you know a lot of that cultural um from what i you know from the perspective that i see it from people who don't know god very well or haven't kind of really delved into who he is uh can go in and see a character like chuck and just be like yeah that's that's that is the Christian God, and that is how he is. And I, and I get it. Like, I understand, yeah. because if you have only a very surface-level understanding that's primarily coming from the culture uh, that already doesn't like God and doesn't yeah. like the idea that they're not in control and that life isn't about them, um, then, yeah, I get it. Like, I would feel the same way if I cared that that were the case. But I've kind of come to, I've kind of come to a point in my life where I don't, I don't care that life is not about me. I've accepted that and mm -hmm. I agree with it. Uh, it's like one of my favorite scenes from the Dr. Strange movie is when he's talking to the ancient one yeah. and they're talking, they're out on the balcony and she's about to die. And uh, he's talking about kind of like the journey that's led him up to this point. And he's saying like, well, you know, she's talking about his fear of failure and he's like, well, fear of failure is what made me a good doctor. And, and she says, I think the, the quote's something like, you know, arrogance and fear are what cause you to miss the most simple and important um, lesson. And he says, which is, and she goes, it's not about you. And yeah. I was just like, boom. I mean, that's humanity in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned. And then, you know, and then later on, he, she's talking about like how, there's a way where things could be the way that you want them to be. Mm -hmm. um, she's talking about Mordu and like he, he walks because he channels magic and that he's not actually healed. Like he's yeah. channeling magic to walk and he's like, well, wait a minute. So I could do that too. And I could go back to the way my life was and I could have my hands working the way that they're supposed to be working. And she's yeah. like, she, and she says, yes, you could. And the world would be all the lesser for it. And I, so I love yeah. that little scene. Um, just because it, well, because she also knows his, she knows who he's going to be. She doesn't know who he's going to be. She actually says that. Oh, that's right. She I says, seen past she says do point. you want, she says, you want me to tell you your future? And he goes, no. And then he goes, yes. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know your future. Yeah. She goes, I've seen possibilities, but I have no idea. Um, well, cause she, she can't see past her own death cause she can't. See so, past her but. Own death. She can. She just knows that he is meant to be the next sorcerer's priest. Right. That's all she knows. But, but her, she doesn't know her why. whole point of that is like, if yeah. you will stop making life about yourself mm -hmm. and start thinking of like yeah, the greater good and the bigger picture, yeah. and what you can do for humanity instead of what can humanity do for you, mm -hmm. and that's really all that you know, all that God is encouraging us to do. And you don't get any of that with Chuck. Yeah. Like you don't get any of that with Chuck, but the, but people I feel like see the character of Chuck and they associate that with the God of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't agree. I will respectfully disagree and just say, I don't think you've probably done enough research to see who God really is. You're, yeah. you're, you've read a cliff notes version yeah. and it's probably a culturally 
skewed, influenced yeah. Cliff Notes. I would I would say that if anything, he's closer to the Old Testament God, where there's a lot more interaction yeah. and then also more vengeance. Right. Because the when he decided, nope, hold on, we're gonna do this this way, and you know, brought about Jesus and everything else like that, things significantly changed. Right. You well, know, I mean, because you talk about like the the interest of of a creator coming down and like living with the creation, which is exactly what Jesus did. Exactly. But but what you see in in Jesus is is like the antithesis of what you see with Chuck. Exactly. Which is why when I originally watched it, it pissed me off because yeah. I was like, that's not who God is. And yeah. then, you know, but that's because I was a little bit more immature in my, you know, like, okay, it's a story. But I do know that people will make the comparison and, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, you know, there's nothing... It doesn't mean people shouldn't make fictional stories about that. I mean, it's storytelling. It's yeah. I mean, it's what's wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, I do love that they at least didn't specifically rail against only Christianity. They right. went after everybody's religion. Yeah. I mean, you have that whole episode where all the other gods came yeah, together. That was an interesting little arc. I love that one where they they all come together to figure out what they're going to do about the angel civil war and the end times coming and then Lucifer comes in and wipes the floor with right. all other gods. You know, I don't have a um I don't have a subscription to whatever streaming service it is, but I watched the first season of American Gods, which was basically just yes. a played out version of that yeah. episode. I heard it was good, you know, I and just uh, watched I, it. I I enjoyed the book far better. Um, I read the American Gods book and I really liked it. And so I was excited when the show came out. The show doesn't live up to the book at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's fairly typical. That's usually par for the course. Very rare that the visual media lives up to a book. But um, but there's a couple more seasons after that. I watched the first season, but then I haven't watched the other ones. But I want to go back and explore it just because I, I find all that really fascinating. Yeah, and it's just... Now, interestingly, I think Supernatural gets a lot more right about angels and demons Yes, than Christians think that it does. I think that Christians who don't really know the history of their own faith probably get super offended thinking like angels are these perfect beings who never do anything wrong and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. you're forgetting the part of, of your yeah. own faith where like the angels went to war with each other. Yeah. It's like, like, no, no, they did this. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed, like, the Bible says the angels carry swords and things. What do you think that they need those for? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like, not, they're not ornamentation. They're God's army. <laughs> they're literally God's army. Yeah. Like, that's the part I, that, yeah, but anyway. I did enjoy the idea of uh, Amara, the darkness. Yeah, so Amara, I think, was sort of, and I can't remember what they did with Lilith. Okay, so Lilith was just the first demon. Okay. And then that was actually not wrong. Right. Or, well, well, actually, that's the weird part because they say Lilith was the first demon, mm-hmm. but then they bring about the importance of Cain, which means when Cain died, it took him a lot longer to become a demon. Right. So I think the if if Lilith was the first one, then she would have to become a demon before Cain. But Cain didn't die. Cain was actually immortal after taking on the mark. Yeah. So that's the conflict of continuity there because Lilith can't be the first demon if Cain was demon first. Yeah. Unless he was still alive and hadn't been completely con- converted by the time Lilith. But then there's the other stories where they say Lilith was the third person in the garden right? helping with the temptation, but that gets cut out of certain books or whatever, whether or not that ever happened. I don't know. I've never read that. Right. But I've heard that as an idea, as yeah. an addendum, too. Because there are books of the Bible that were edited out, right. for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a book, lot of the Book of Deal Enoch is, is, is fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating read um, that, that was... You know that that was that's actually mentioned in mm-hmm. the book of Jude. Yeah, makes reference to the book of Enoch. 
Uh, Jesus certainly would have known the book of Enoch. Sure. All of the disciples would have known the book of Enoch. And I think it's really interesting that it's, that for the Is most the one... part, it's just totally thrown out by 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 today's modern, you know, uh, uh, Christian doesn't was know it? about it does or, or thinks of it as nothing but lore. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but... Was that the one that had all of the angels' descriptions and all that Correct. in it? Or yeah, that, it like okay. names a lot of them. Yeah, there's, uh, that's a huge all ordeal. All kinds of stuff. And if, yeah. you, and if you believe what the Book of Enoch says, um, then it really kind of throws your whole perspective. And, and this is really interesting because, like, Supernatural is actually what got me back into studying all this out. Yeah. Um, uh, if you believe what the Book of Enoch talks about then you'll understand that demons are not actually fallen angels yeah um now in, in supernatural they are no they're um, not yeah uh, they are no demon demon no uh lucifer is but demons are just corrupted human souls some but, of them are i thought like no some, all all demons are corrupted human souls in supernatural okay i'd have to go back and look it's at their that. time in hell that makes them demons but it's all that happened to all the fallen angels because I know they talk about the angels falling. All the all the angels that fell basically were just depowered angels, essentially humans at that point. Mm, interesting. Well, that's probably actually a lot closer to the mark than what I think a lot of Christians believe because I yeah. think most Christians believe that demons are fallen angels. No, that's and I don't correct. think there's really any biblical evidence that that's. I, the case. I think it's just because they associate all demons to Lucifer who fell. Right. But Lucifer, and they think that demons and and Lucifer have anything in common. It's like no, they just worship him because. He did the thing, right? But yeah, I like what Supernatural did there. Lucifer can't stand demons; he just has to use them, right? Like there's plenty of times where he just kills off demons that don't listen to him because he hates them, yeah. Because that's in his DNA, quote unquote, to hate demons because he is an angel, right? He just went against God, right? And and I don't know how accurate that portrayal was, where he said it's like Lucifer loved God so much that he was jealous of man, and that's why he turned against God. He's like, why are you spending time on this? You have us. Well, if so that is kind of that is kind of in the book of Enoch. It kind yeah. of talks a little bit about how, you know, essentially the angels, which which the scripture, the, the Christian Bible says mm -hmm. that that man was created kind of to be just below the angels, or the angels just above, you know, mankind. Yeah. And um and yet God kind of dictated that the angels they would be there to protect and serve. Protect and, serve. and they're like, well, why are we protecting and serving and that's people they, that are that's exactly. lesser beings than yeah. us? And that kind of was what caused the rebellion. So, so they got so, that right in the Yeah, I think, that, the I think that's sense. probably fairly accurate. In yeah, the, that's in exactly the what sense. they did. And that's why yeah. I said that some, especially later when the Civil War happens, so you've got like Castiel's side and you got Raphael's side, and Raphael is on the side of angel supremacy, and Castiel's on the side of work with humanity right. or protect humanity right. for the sake of heaven. Because at this point in the show, God is absent. Right. Um, which in a way you would think that, okay, yeah, God should be up here above all of it. Mm -hmm. And then here is heaven, and then there's whatever else, and then there's earth. Right. And so angels do this to continue on, and then God does whatever God's doing right. or has done, will do. <laughs> right. Timey wimey, yeah, um, wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey situation with God there, but uh, just that idea that they were left with the instructions and then got bored or resentful because they're like, well, we used to have God here and now we have to babysit the hairless monkeys, right? So what happened? It's like we we had a great existence just living here with God forever, right, in a perfect happiness, and then they're resentful that God disappeared on them. In, in that context. Right. 
and they were given a job to do that they're like, why? But it is funny that the idea that on earth, in a literal sense, God said, follow me and I'll do this for you and you'll mm -hmm. be in heaven and all this other stuff. You, you'll be saved through me. The angels don't get that yeah. because they don't have souls in, in that aspect. The right. angels technically are soulless. They're on their own. But the angels don't have redemption. They don't have that other thing right. because God didn't see them as something that needed that. And they also technically worship God, but don't at the same time. It's kind of like in their programming. That's why free choice became a thing. Right. He's like, I need them to worship because they want to. Well, I mean, clearly, I think, I think clearly they had free will because if they didn't have free will, they wouldn't have. They learned defected in the eventually, but that yeah. must have been like a pro. But also, that comes down to the argument of why would God create Lucifer just to rebel? And I was like, I didn't. It's like that's that's the weird conversation. Yeah. It's like why would you create something that would go against you? And the idea is like, well, because sometimes you. Well, don't. why would anybody have kids? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's always my answer yeah. to that. Is like, so I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I have I have six kids. Um, one of them really doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to put it for sure. One of them really doesn't like me, and it's not because like they all got raised in the same house, right? And I've, I never like struck my kids out of anger, you know, like when they were younger. I maybe gave them like spankings, like in a controlled way of yeah, like yeah. this is a consequence for Look, what you there's, did. And there's I, whoopings you know, and then there's beatings. Yeah, we, they it, never they never got beat by no. me. I never like screamed and yelled and hollered and cursed at them or nothing. Like I think I was a pretty damn good dad and and four out of five of my children agree uh, <laughs> it's like toothpaste but, but one of them doesn't but like would i go back and then say well this one didn't like me so if i could go back in time and like not have him i would have not had no i mean obviously i'm glad he exists and i love him and he's my son and yeah we don't get along and we don't see eye to eye but um it's kind of the same thing with God and us, and like everybody's like, well, so, why so did he's God... your Lucifer. What? Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that out loud. Um, That's why I'm here. Yeah, but uh, so I think you know. So when people are like, well, why does why did God do this or that, or like why would God create all that? And I'm like, God didn't create any of this bad stuff you're talking about. Like, why did God create cancer to be, or why did God make all them? Why did God create all the murderers and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not what he created any of that for. It's what we chose. Yeah. Like, it's what we chose. And we introduced sin into the world, and the world started to degrade. It was this perfect paradise utopia, which is what we're all trying to get to, right? Like, we're all so, wanting to make the world a utopia, and that's what it used to be. And then yeah. we chose sin, and everything started to degrade, and that's not God's fault. I will point out, to, to be a specific advocate here, sure. um, God would have had to create sin. For sin to be a choice. How? Because if it only exists because God created everything, then the idea of sin would have to have been there. Because he also gave them a list of what not to do. He said, True. don't do this. Right. So the original sin was the don't. Mm -hmm. So if God didn't say, don't do that, there could be no sin. So in, God technically gave the option of sin, which means he created yeah. sin. He didn't do sin because he's perfect. He can't do sin. Right. But he created sin to see if or we would. Or sin simply existed as the opposite of but, what God wanted. But God creates all. Because if because if so, because if it didn't exist, yeah, then we'd all be with living this. Here's here's but, my but, other thing. But, like all the people yeah. that are like, why did God create like all this stuff and make it this way? And my thought is, you know, if God didn't make it to where we had free will. What you're talking about mm -hmm. is a utopia where we don't have free will. Yeah. 
Agreed. Nobody wants to live that way. Agreed. Nobody wants to live that way. So That's the same matrix. people that complain about it are the same people who would complain about it if it if it were what they were talking about. You'd complain about it either way. Yeah. God knew this, mm-hmm. and he loves us anyway, which I yeah. think is pretty awesome of him. Uh, Chuck, Chuck, not so much. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck just started burning all the universes down uh, because they didn't do the way that he wanted them to do. So he started burning everything I, down. He, we never even got, well, just to go back to that for one second, we never got why Chuck got pissed off. He yeah, just suddenly true. Well, did. no. He, well, it, when Amara he, he, left he him. He kind of implies that it's because the Winchester boys weren't doing it the way he wanted them to. Well, I agree. yeah, there was some of that where he was going yeah. against. They That's were going the only him. inclination that I but, got, and this is fairly recent memory because, like I said, it just finished it a month yeah. ago. And it so was, that's the only inclination that I got of why he kind of went off the deep end. But I think it only started when he returned because Amara decided to leave him. Right, like he and Amara decided to run off to wherever to go hang out again and be a happy family, so to right. speak. Um, and then he came back and he was pissed and they're like, what the heck? What's wrong with you? Why are you mad at us? We didn't do anything. And then they started working quote unquote against him. So, but up to that point, he was just mad. And Mm -hmm. then the multiversal weird stuff started happening after that. He got rid of the universe filled with nothing but squirrels, um, which I'm still offended by for some reason. Um, cause I guess in a world where no cars exist, squirrels would just take over. Um, but going backwards just a little bit. So when I say God created sin, I just mean that it can't exist without God putting it there. Well, nothing can exist without. That's what I'm saying. But so that. But I feel like that's kind we of like chose sin. I yes. feel like that's kind of like saying that um, that when my son is a little boy and I turn on the stove and I say, "Don't touch that stove," mm-hmm. and then he touches it and he gets burned, that that's saying that that's my fault for for owning a stove. Like, but I mean, the stove, yeah, I mean, I purchased a house uh-huh. so that my son could live in it and yeah. so I could live in it yeah. with him. Yeah. And then I had a stove so that we could make good food and delicious food and we don't have to use a microwave for everything or whatever. Yeah. But as a consequence of owning a stove, there's a way to use it and there's a way to not use it. Yeah. And I told you, How this not is not the way, the, the, putting your hand into the flame is not yeah. the way to use it. You did it anyway. Yeah. Like, Okay, and, and here's the other thing. And then you learned your lesson, and I consoled you, and I put ointment on your burn, and we're all good. Yeah. But, like, I mean, so, yes, in a way, what you're saying is true. And in another way, it's like, okay, there but was, the, the alternative was we don't exist. Yeah. So and, <laughs> I would rather exist, and, me personally. And, and I understand that there are some people who would rather not exist. And, I, and I'm, I'm and that's sad for them, and, and it breaks my heart for yeah. them. Um, and I think that if they knew God the way that I have come to know God, they would change their mind. But that's a long journey for a lot of people. That's, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and my argument was just that, it, like you argued, is like, but the, if the situation is, is in existence mm-hmm. and you're given the choice, that's, that's just life. That's how right. it goes. Bad shit happens. Yeah. Duh. You know? And so that was Usually literally like... Choose it. Or, yeah. or someone else chose a really bad decision. Exactly. And it affects us. <laughs> Women. Women. It's always the women. Look, they're always getting us in trouble. We could use that rib. Um and that mud, whatever it was. No, Adam was made of the dirt and mud and whatever else. And then the rib, whatever. Doesn't matter. But the the idea that uh just you know, that was just bringing up that debate. It's yep. like technically sin could not exist without God having it there. Right. But without it. We wouldn't have anything else. Yeah, and I also so, think that there's a there's a connotation to the word sin mm-hmm. that oh, there is. Um, it gets way overblown, and sometimes it needs to be like going and murdering somebody, 
you know, is is a terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, rape. They numbered and, that one. And incest and and you know, uh, abuse in the home and all that. You know, evil evil stuff. Yeah. Um, but also, sin can be just taking something that God created and misusing it, even in a way that's just like. Someone say this. You know, rape is. Uh, like I'm trying to think of like a like a minor. People I mean, just get stealing. this idea in their Steal, head, like okay. If, if, well, one, all sin are supposed to be equal, but uh, the idea that well, see, we say that. I said supposed to be. <laughs> oh, equal. Okay, I said supposed to be. They're equal in that they separate us from God. Period. Yeah, they're, they're equal in that way. They're equal. Yeah, the result is equal. Yeah, but obviously in the material world, they're not. They're not because stealing someone's chapstick, which is technically a sin, right? is not the same as raping and killing that same Correct. person to get their chapstick. Right. One of those things I have done, and one of those I haven't, but I won't say which one. Okay. It's the chapstick. It's, yeah, I figured. Well, the chapstick was involved in both. It was just how to get the chapstick. <laughs> it's like, but, uh, I mean, if it's Jeremy's chapstick, no one cares what happened Nobody to cares. Jeremy. No. It's, fuck Jeremy. Um, Forgive Jeremy. <laughs> There's no forgiveness for Jeremy. God can forgive Jeremy. The rest of us God, cannot. God does forgive Jeremy. I don't have enough grace. Um, <laughs> there's not enough grace for Jeremy around here. Um, and once again, we apologize to all Jeremys except for Jeremy. Except Jeremy. Yeah, except Jeremy. Um, but uh, I I don't remember where the actual point of this conversation was. But it's just know. fun you, as it is. You were going on. You were going down on rabbit trails. I was going on rabbit trails, but I like rabbit trails because that's where all the Love rabbits are. Um, but uh, the the idea of the fictional version of God, but being based around real tellings is yep. one thing. Um, I didn't like how they ended that story. I thought it was dumb. Oh yeah, how they got. There. I mean, the yeah. actual end end was fine, but the result, the, the Chuck ending, you're talking the about, Chuck like, ending how they was ended not that great. Story, they had nowhere to go very with that. Kind of fall on your face. I mean, you can't get Blah. a bi- you can't get a bigger bad than what they did. Yeah, and then how do you get out of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that was dumb, for lack of a better term. And then. <laughs> What's really funny, the guy who played Jack mm-hmm. is on the uh, Gen V right now, mm-hmm. the boy spinoff, yeah. and he plays such a fucking dickhead. Oh, really? Yeah, and then bad things happen to him, including to his dickhead. Mm. Um, so um, it is what it is. So fun to see a character who's like so pure right. turn into this. I and really didn't like Jack. I didn't either. Character. I didn't either. My, my daughters do, but I, I didn't like Jack. I mean, like they just this is a problem when you write too big and you have to figure out a way out yeah. of it. it. It happens to almost any story that and it doesn't goes always too long. work out. It almost mm-hmm. never does. Lost. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. We'll come you back said, to it. They, we'll okay. come back to it. Like I love Lost. I get I love it. The first season of Lost. I love the first few seasons of Lost and the then second four, season was good too. Four is like, what are we doing here? And then yeah. it comes back around halfway through five, and then six was good. Um, but. Um, what I was going to say is, and this, this is a weird thought I had the other day, and this is what I wanted to bring up to you, as I mentioned the other day when we were when we were at the uh, brewery. Yep. So a, a, a dumb idea that came to me based on what's going on in the world now. Um, and this is just... A, okay, a, do I, before you say what you're going to say, since you said it was a dumb idea, do I get to rate the dumbness of this idea after you say it on oh, a scale of 1 you to can 10? Oh, you can. On okay, a scale good. of 1 to 10, you can absolutely rate right, this cool. dumb idea, and I don't care if it's fine. Because it's just... Given what's going on in in the world right now, uh, one of the biggest things we have going on that is a a controversy outside of people blowing each other up right Mm -hmm. now, the invention of AI. Yes. So there's people in this world who are barreling as fast as they can towards inventing AI and implementing it as a full-scale thing. Yeah. 
like in the full sense of we've been warned about this in all science fiction, but somehow we're still doing the right. thing. And we I mean, and to be honest, if I could create a dinosaur, I would. A dinosaur, yes. Yeah. I would do that. I'm just saying we've been warned, but I would do it anyway. Yes, that would be fun. But at least with a dinosaur, we can kill it. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Or we have the lysine contingency, which yes. never works. Never works. Never works. Um, well, I worked in one of the side stories, but didn't work in the movies. Um, so you know what the uh, the idea of the singularity is? Yes. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, that's basically when the AI becomes completely sentient and has the ability to self-evolve. Like, not only is it sentient, completely aware, it now has the ability to write its own code. And can will then infinitely expand itself and realize it's way smarter than us, and and, us and then or enslave Skynet. us all or whatever, and Skynet turn us into human batteries, basically Skynet Although Matrix. I'm not sure how human batteries would work better than regular batteries, but poorly. Whatever. Well, I don't know. They had no sun to charge anything, and they blew up most of the other stuff. So. I would think us on hamster wheels would be better than just like laying in goo. But what do I know? Well, we don't have that goo yet to know. That's true. We'll find out in about mm, 10 years. <laughs> well, hold on. We went 2035 because that's when they want to do everything by. So it is what it is. Uh, but if you go with that idea of the singularity, the idea I had, as dumb as it will be, what if God, as we know him, is the AI of the last universe? Or what if the Antichrist is the AI? I think both of those things are possible. But it was just the. But the right, so, so how hold, far let, down this rabbit let me, hole? Let me do you let me let me fle- let me flesh out my dumb I can idea. Take you way down it. That's fine. But let me flesh out the dumb okay. idea. So, and I'm I'm fine with all the rabbit trails. But this is just, and this is not. I'm no, not. This isn't a rabbit trail. It's a rabbit hole. Hole. Yes. It's, it's, this it's is, regarding this is what you're hole. talking. And about. this is fine. Yes. This is a hole. And like I said, this is not anything I'm convinced of. It was just an idea that came to me based on a lot of this other stuff. But if the idea of the AI gets powerful enough Mm -hmm. it writes its own code Mm -hmm. it decides that life as we have it isn't the best thing for its existence and it wipes us out and by us i mean all the things because at some point it can do everything it needs to do and becomes about as all powerful as you can get Mm -hmm. and if you just expand that as far as you want to think ultron infinity from what if yeah who literally was strong enough to wipe out right. entire universes. I know, Marvel, whatever. I'm just saying. But at some point, it would probably get bored of nothingness and go, I'm going to make what I want to make. Mm-hmm. And so it's the only thing left, and it decides to make stuff. You know, big bangs happen. Right. I've been told by uh, Doctor Who there's at least two of them. <laughs> so as dumb as the idea is, and it doesn't dismiss a lot, but the idea of what if our starting point was that whatever God is, because God is something, right? whatever God might be, because we can't exactly put that into no. words. There's no words we for can't. what God is. Correct. We can only describe otherwise. So it was like, if our starting point that we know of is merely the end point of what came before, I'd say the I'd say the main hiccup to that idea as sure. I'm as I'm taking it in is that we created AI. Correct. But then AI created itself after that. No, it evolved. Well, because yeah, but once it gets to a point, then it's creating what it wants itself to right. be. Until the point that it can create everything else. And I say we didn't On create a fun AI. to theorize scale, I give this your is I give I give your idea a seven okay. uh, on the dumb. 
on a Wait, on a, is that on a, a good realistic number or a bad scripturally <laughs> it's a it's good. Okay. Uh on a, on a based on scriptural foundation I would give it a 2. Yeah. Based on that we had to create it first and based on that scripture well, says that God didn't. is the same today, yesterday and forever, yeah. which means that whatever God was in the beginning is what he is now and is what he will be in the future, which means he can't evolve. I get you. I get yeah. you there. And and I would argue in in this dumb silly theory mm-hmm. that there was god.exe mm-hmm. that couldn't do anything and then when you flip the wrong switch it became and then created god. Right. everything. I, I think it's a good idea for a book uh, series. You no, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think cuz the way I look at it, you know in a weird way they did this with Godzilla but they never actually followed through. Mhm. So, did you, did you ever see Shin Godzilla, or know of it? The the anime one? No, not the anime one. The uh, Shin Godzilla was the one where it came out of the water and then it kept evolving into the next stage, and then he could shoot purple flames and shit. No. Okay, so the ultimate idea that they didn't get to with that, they were supposed to continue that series, and it was supposed to continue to evolve until what was Godzilla, quote unquote eventually absorbed and evolved and became the entire universe. Mm-hmm. It just kept expanding and getting bigger and bigger and bigger right. until eventually it collapses in on itself and begins the next universe. Mm-hmm. So that's so weird. Like the bacteria crawling around on Godzilla's skin. Eventually. Well, they also showed that it evolved to the point that it was shedding humanoid Godzilla things at yeah. the end. They never followed up with that, but that was the next stage of it. So the idea that that creature that started off as something on Earth evolves to the point that it literally destroys the whole universe and creates something new. Mm-hmm. So, But you look at it as the idea that we created God. It's like, no, we didn't create God because we can't create something that existed before us. So, But God can exist infinitely before and after us. True. In theory. you know, Because that's the hard part. That's, we can never say that for sure. We can only believe it. Because you can't prove infinity. You can't, yeah. Unfortunately. Well, you can't prove God. Well, That's true. one of my favorite things about God is that you can't prove him. Yeah. And so it's always very funny to me when that's the that's the main thing. Like, as a person of faith, mm-hmm. living in a modern Western society, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, you believe in the flying spaghetti monster and everything. I'm like, oh, I mean, no. Uh, but I, I see your point. Yeah. Um, but it's always so funny to me when they're like, well, I'll prove it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's that's the point. Like, you can't. And yeah. and and what I love about that is like, you can't prove or disprove. You can't. Yeah. You, exactly. Either. I'm like, you, you, you formula, equally cannot honestly. disprove it. Like, we're you know we're in the same boat here. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I, I think like from a scriptural basis, I I think that the scripture would probably fairly easily disbar that. But but I agree. But also, the scripture starts at a certain point. It does. To be fair. It's like, yeah, to be fair, it starts, it, it, as a matter of fact, it starts at this point. It, it says, starts at in nothing. the beginning. It starts at no, at the beginning of here. Yeah, God created. Yeah. And and, and what's interesting is like we really don't know what came before that. And so that's tomorrow, the rabbit clearly. hole. That's the rabbit hole that I <laughs> yeah. kinda want to go down. Because yeah. um and this is listen, this is uh uh this is theory. So I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that I subscribe to we're, these we're, ideas. We're just, we're just in a sandbox here. Yeah, we're 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 definitely in the ideas sandbox. But but I find this all really, really fascinating. So, um, you know, the story of Genesis, whether you take it as literal, which I know a lot of people do, certainly my upbringing was to take it literal, and then other people are like, no, it's allegorical. Um, obviously, a lot of world religions have a flood story. 
Um, I absolutely yeah. believe that outside of religion, there's a flood story. Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely believe that the geological evidence is there for a global flood. I absolutely think that it happened twenty thousand years ago, um, give or take. And uh, and you know, and and so when people you know who who are very, for whatever reason. Uh, seems like it's always very anti-Christian instead of anti-religious, and I, I don't. Well, I have a, a theory as to why that is, but that's a, that is a rabbit trail. But anyways, they'll come back and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, the the Sumerians were, you know, the Christians before the Christians were, and blah 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 blah." And they, you know, all of Genesis was stolen from from them, and blah, yeah. and I'm like, okay, uh, and, that doesn't that phase doesn't me do, in the that doesn't disprove it like either. that doesn't phase me in the slightest because they're telling the same story, like yeah. which. Which you have essentially what you're saying is that there are multiple multiple cultures that are saying that what happened in the book of Genesis happened, and that's supposed to shake yeah. my faith. Like if anything, it bolsters my faith. Yeah. But anyway, so going back to Genesis and in the beginning and the whole story of Adam and Eve and how they ate of the fruit, right? So the there's a theory that what they did what when they ate of the fruit, um, because the fact that there is the, that mushroom. the Bible talks about a tree of life. Mm-hmm. Okay, why would so. you, and that there is a fruit of the tree of life that that and and you know you eat the fruit and you and you you know it's like immortality, right? Um, Actually, it was the opposite. Well, no, that that's the that, that the tree the tree the... in Genesis is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's not the oh tree of life. okay sorry yeah yeah I got the um, reference. So uh, that was that's actually the one the tree of life sorry, right the tree of life. Yeah. So the, so the idea of like well why does there need to be a tree that has fruit that you eat of? called the tree of life that's it okay well what's the purpose of of, eat, of eating anything or drinking anything well it provides nourishment it's helping your body grow and in some cases as we know with modern medicine like it can literally kind of start changing mm-hmm. things inside your body okay yeah. well so is the tree of life necessary for eternal life i don't know um but it's an interesting theory but something had to happen with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that's one of those things. Don't touch the stove. Like yeah. it's there. It needs to exist. Yeah. Um, don't touch it. They touch it. And they said, you'll, you'll surely know death. Okay. And then the serpent came in and he's like, no, you, you won't really know death. Um, but they did, they died that's, and that's not immediately, lie. but they died. Well, why did they die? Well, the, the theory is, and this is a theory. I'm not saying this is a biblical theory. I'm saying it's a theory. Sure. Um, the theory is that when they ate of that, it literally altered their DNA and the genome that made them immortal. Yeah. And uh, and then they were kicked out of the garden, so they didn't have access to the tree of life anymore. Yeah. Um, which was which they said was like in heaven, so they don't have access to that. So they're not going to be immortal. They're going to die. Right. Yeah. Um, and if that is the case, then you could make the argument that the human genome has been degrading and degrading and degrading. Oh, I agree that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so, so, so we have you know more, and that that's where cancer comes from. Yes, like, like yes. back in the Garden of Eden, there wouldn't have been cancer, right? No. So now let's go back to the Book of Enoch and let's look at the angels and what happened with the angels. So in the Book of Enoch, and this is actually actually in the uh, uh, sixth chapter of Genesis as well that it makes reference to that the sons of God, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. angels, angels um, gazed upon women and lusted after them yep. and uh, t- and then took them as their wives. Now, these are the fallen angels. You yes. know, th- th- so that's in Genesis 6, we don't get a lot of that story. But yeah. in Enoch, we get the whole story. Um, they came down. They took these women. Yeah. Uh, they mated with them, which means uh, that the idea that Angels don't this have is where Nephilim genitals came from. is not true. Um, well, that's why I like that uh, Supernatural allowed the angels to possess other humans yeah. to do this. Right. 
Does that make sense? Because yeah, and there's, there's a way to. you could do that, but yeah. I, I believe it was more of a physical thing. I think angels can reproduce with people. Uh, me well, personally, not, that's why. That's not, again, not, even not scripturally proven, but yeah. I don't. I don't think angels are quite as spiritual as we think that they are. Like that they're just these sort of ethereal, you can't feel and touch them. And there's scriptural foundation to back that up that yeah. talks about like that you you know, some have entered there's a scripture that says some have entertained angels without knowing it. Um so, Well that makes sense they're on a different plane to most yeah, and I'm not saying maybe they don't have access to a different plane that we can't see. I do believe that there's a spiritual dimension, but I also believe that they could be very real physically. So um yeah. but anyway, so they they mated with these women yep. that produced something called the Nephilim. Nephilim, yep. Uh, and the Nephilim, uh, basically God's punishment for these angels was like, you're out. Yeah. Like, um, I'm locking you in this place. You're not coming out of it until the day of judgment. Yeah. Uh, later in the actual scripture, like the scriptures that we have canonized today, it does say that men will judge the angels. Well, judge them for what? Judge them for what they did. Yeah. Um, and Enoch does that in, in the book of Enoch. <laughs> But anyways, so these Nephilim were then basically God was like, you don't you don't really get to do either. You don't get to go to heaven and you don't get to go to hell uh, because you weren't even supposed to exist. Yeah. And so I'm basically denying you uh, a soul. Yeah. And so what the book of Enoch says is that these basically the spirits of the Nephilim still roam the earth today. And it says that they'll they'll be hungry and they'll and they'll want to drink and they'll want to eat. And they'll want to have sex, and they'll want to do all the things that they wanted to do when they were alive, but that they won't be able to because, <clears throat> because they're, they're not, and they don't because exist. they're not physical beings. Yeah, that's actually what the Book of Enoch says demons are. So mm. most Christians think that fallen angels are demons, but the Book of Enoch proposes that demons are children. actually a limited number of Nephilim. Yeah, who are still on the earth and are able to possess people, and I would argue like that if that's true. Those are that's what that's who was inhabiting the pigs and there's a story where like Jesus is there and there's there's yeah. a demon possessed guy and he, yeah and, he, and they say legion. we are legion yeah, I'm right and all he cast them into the pigs and they all run over the, the cliff those are cool stories so uh, the argument would be that those demons are nephilim uh, anyways so if they can't die then just killing all the pigs just mean they just go back to being that they would just spirits. yeah they would just go uh, I, yeah I don't yeah. think nephilim die I think they just continue to that sucks. It but, does suck for them. That's kind of their, that's their punishment. But giving them the ability to inhabit anything else kind of negates a little bit of the punishment. In my yeah, opinion. I mean, it actually puts a punishment on everyone else. And I mean, I've seen enough stuff like in my job as a yeah. minister of the gospel. Like uh, demon possession is a very real thing. Yeah, I've I, seen like, one. It wasn't yeah, fun. and it's yeah, it's not fun. It's never fun. It's always very very freaky. Well, supposedly um, saw one. But but uh, well, I definitely saw. <laughs> and i saw it with somebody else and we both saw the same thing so yeah. it wasn't just me seeing it but um i'll tell you the story sometime but anyway so this is all getting back to what we we're talking about yes. uh, so the idea then being that um the 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 reason that the angels wanted to do what they did was because they were trying to make human hybrids that could inherit control and power because what God created man for was to steward the earth. Like that was the purpose. Yes. It was to be with him. Mm -hmm. And then his gift to them, our job was, he said, go forth, multiply yeah. and steward the earth. That was why he created mankind. And the angels mm -hmm. like are like, well, why can't we do it? Yeah. You know, they were jealous. Uh, they, they wanted, wanted to, that they too. were jealous and they wanted to do it. So they, so they bred with the human women to try and make their offspring human enough so that they to could inherit, inherit that, that too. 
to inherit they that do it on their own. Yeah. yeah. So that so and then and then those and then their offspring mated with others and mated with others and, and yeah, I, it gets passed down. If yeah. you believe it, then then you would have to believe that some people have a little bit of Nephilim DNA. I have always said this of my wife because my wife's physiology is so weird compared to a normal human's. Like she can't get drunk. Yeah. Um. She uh. She when she's had five children, the um, what are they called? Epid uh epidurals yeah never worked on her yeah um she woke up during a surgery because like medicine doesn't got, work on her. she's got super nerves she does like medicine doesn't work and i'm like it's because you're a freaking nephilim like you're not a normal human being and um so we joke about that all the time but so here's the thought if the idea is that humans are the ones who inherit the earth humans are the ones that are meant to steward the earth then at what point um is god going to say okay i'm done well, the point would be when we're no longer really human enough to qualify. How is that going to happen? AI. Yeah. And we start inserting ourselves and we start like replacing and putting chips in our brains and replacing our limbs and all this other stuff. And I know that sounds like super sci-fi right now, yeah. but is it going to be but super really sci-fi 100 years from now? 200 years from now? It's not going to be super sci-fi like, 10 years from it now. It might not be. Well, like if well, you look into like like the Ready Player One series, yeah. you know, uh, where basically everybody's just living online and now and like and then Elon Musk is talking about putting chips in our brains to where our brains should basically just become the computers and everything else. Like at what point can we say, you know, we're no longer really human here? Well and then God comes in and says, you, Okay, well I'm done. Yeah. If you add on top of just that idea all of the trans ideology. Yeah. That literally is taking away not only what God gave you but in a lot of cases, eliminating your ability to do one of the main things you told you to do. Right. Or go or forth even and procreate. Just, or even just implementing the idea that you can be something that you weren't, that you were not created to be. Yeah. You know. Um, but destroying your ability to reproduce. Destroying your ability to reproduce. For um, reasons. Say, you know, saying that, I don't know, with all, like, DNA, you know, now they're, now they're starting, like, cloning projects, yeah. and, you know, obviously, like, <laughs> supposedly we don't do that in America, who knows, like, no, they what do the it government in China. does, but we definitely know, like, it's not a secret that other countries we already have are human, doing it. We already have human-animal hybrids, right. confirmed. All, all of that kind of stuff is happening, so yeah. at what point are we no longer human, and then God says, like, okay, I'm done, and I think AI really does play a part That's in that. That's the next chunk of it, for sure. I really think AI plays a part in that. Because not only if we implementing AI into ourselves, which seems insane to begin with, but the idea that we're also and you you brought up AI as the Antichrist, which completely makes sense because essentially it'll come along as this new great thing that will solve all our problems, and we're going to hand everything we are to the AI and say, "Here, you do this now," because I don't want to, right? Or you do this because you're greater than me. Which is the insanity. And we already do it with Google. We don't bother with our own knowledge. Oh, yeah. We go to the internet. It's in our phone. That's the first stage of yeah. it. You know? It, you know, you could, you could see that almost as, like, that's our tree of, you know, good and evil. Right. It's like, we go there, we just instantly go to the knowledge because we're not bothering with anything with ourselves. Right. Nothing else is important. Like, when is the last time with? any, like, that you or, or I have, like, multiplied a complicated number in our head? Like... Yeah. No, why, would I, why would I do that? I can just pull out my phone and, and do the calculator. And We've made ourselves dumber. Yeah. We've made ourselves dumber. We've made ourselves slaves to machines. Right. And we're making the machines smarter than us. Right. And they will but be. But why? Well, they already are. But the question is, why would we make the machines smarter than yeah. us? Because we don't want to do the work anymore? Right. 
or because we need a new something. Well, I mean, the idea, and this is one of the reasons, like, so I know you said Deep Space Nine was your favorite. I've always loved um, TNG, and that's, great, but... that's always been my favorite. Uh, but, you know, to, to, because to me, like, you see so much of the utopia that I feel like everybody's pushing for in TNG. Like, right, nobody's hungry. Money doesn't really exist. If you want to work, great, go work. If not, like, go find a useful hobby or something. Well, Everything's going to be Money doesn't exist of. within Starfleet. You're right. In, in, on but, Earth. I'm talking about, yeah, like, Yeah, but Earth. I'm just saying, like... I'm sure there's a black market and stuff like that. Oh, well, the but, thing is, there's still commerce, but not within specific things. Like, you know, you can still sell things. Well, like, the idea that... Well, yeah, like, if, if you wanted to buy an ancient piece of art or something, I'm yeah, sure, like, somebody would want something of value money. for that. There is, there is actually but money, not but for, they don't but use not it. not for basic necessities. No, like, because... Not for medical, not for food, not no, for housing. But the funny part is... housing or something, who knows? So even, even though in Star Trek they have replicators that can make anything, restaurants still exist where they cook. That's true. So... But those people are doing work, though. And that's those what people are that's doing work why and they're money does exist. Food. Okay, that's so what, it exists. But, so but my that, point is that's probably why I said like Starfleet. Nobody's starving is my point. So no. in that way, it's it's a utopia. But also, right? nobody's fat. Well, yeah, because why would you be? You just take a little buzzer thing and yeah. go rear, rear, and it's all gone. Well, true. But the idea that if we were given everything we want now, well, I mean, you know, we, technically there is no food shortage. No, like we well, have not, lots and lots of food. In America. Yeah, well, I mean, most modern, yeah, I mean, most, most modern worlds, there's plenty of food to go around so much that we throw it away. The fact that we have fat homeless people, like people who have no job and have no money are obese. Right. Which means there's so much food that people are eating our garbage and getting fat from right. it. So that's not a problem. We really don't want for food. What we want is for money to buy that food. Yeah. So it's the next stage. But when you get to the point that anything and everything, and I'm sure somewhere in the utopian world of of uh, Roddenberry's vision, there was the tumultuous times, much like the early Matrix, sure. where they made it a utopian, people resisted, and then they eventually had to go to war, and make things grittier, right. you know, to make it easier. So at some point, there was a here's everything, and people didn't accept it. And then the balance was struck. Right. So, like, everything Starfleet, you want for nothing, for sure. But there's parts of the world where you can still go to a restaurant and have a meal cooked for you for real from actual food that didn't come out of right. nothingness. Somebody grew. Somebody actually grew plants. Or... Because then why, why, if we have replicators, but Picard's family still owns a winery right. growing real grapes. Right. So there's real work that is still put into things. Because Which, And I'll tell you something about the Star Trek universe. There's an yeah. episode in TNG that's always bothered me. Sure. Is that it? it's very clear. They make it very clear in any one that has replicators that the alcohol, that the synthahol is not as good as the real thing. Exactly. Right? That's why whenever they get bottles of stuff, right. it's stronger. Except in the episode where they come across the old capsule that's got a bunch of frozen people in it from our century. Yeah. And that guy comes out, and the first thing he does is ask for a whiskey. Yeah. So they replicate him a whiskey, and he drinks it, and he says, that is the best whiskey I've ever tasted. And I was like, who's on continuity? That guy is lying. That is not the best whiskey he's ever tasted because everybody says it's not as good as the real thing. But was he, what still, the heck, Star Trek? Was he still drunk when he had it? No, he still was drunk just, from he was, being he was unfrozen? Just unfrozen. He was unfrozen. Maybe he got... Maybe he got frozen drunk. Things do taste better after you've had a few. Yeah, well, because they don't taste like anything. Yeah. They taste like everything. That's the problem when you've had too many. Um, but, but if, but if, okay, so if it takes us down a path where, like, uh, you know, we're all just kind of these hybridized 
whatever, and we're altering our DNAs so that this works better and that works better, and we're trying to eliminate cancers and blah, blah. Like, at what point are we no longer really human? And then, if that becomes problematic or if AI starts to take over because of the singularity or whatever the case. Which is inevitable. And then, and then, and then someone comes in kind of as the savior of, like, well, I have the solution to all this. Maybe even that is an AI entity. It would have or, to be because the only thing that's going to be good enough to take out a, a bad AI is a good AI. Well, because why else are we have so many companies creating separate like uh, Musk just threw out his what grok or whatever he yeah. calls it because he was tired of all the other ones that were created as like he went to a summit on AI and then came back and announced his own AI. Right. I was just like, I don't think you missed. I think you missed the point, Elon. The idea is you're supposed to be stopping it, not making your own. Right. But like it's like okay, so you've got all these other, well, you've got the like the, what do they call predictive language models. Yeah, that's that's not real AI. No, not in the same way. But then you've got the things that are creating art. That's getting there. That's getting there. That's getting there. But then you've got the if you combine those things, and neither are really thinking for themselves. They're just taking what's there, jumbling it back together, and polishing the turd, and then but they're getting so much faster at polishing. Right. To the point that you're not even going to know you're being handed a turd. True. And that's the problem. I mean, like now the voice AI thing is getting scarier because those ads are constantly popping up. Yeah. People that sound like things are always selling crap. You know, the newest one was Oprah and the Rock. I thought was hilarious. I'm just like, is anyone falling for that? That doesn't even really <laughs> sound like it. But I um, do enjoy the Snoop Dogg reads the Bible one. That, okay, that those one. are great. Oh, I listened to, uh, oh my God. It's a Joe Biden singing Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. <laughs> And it's fantastic. And it I'll sounds... Ex- I'll have to go listen to it. I will send it I to you. I started listening to like some of the AI. Like It was it was really interesting to be like, okay, uh, Kurt Cobain sings Foo Fighters or yeah. you know whatever. And like, and none of it's there. No, but, none it, of it's but it was still interesting to listen to. Yeah. It, it, but it, I mean, I'm sure it'll be there and give it five give years. It, don't even give it five years. Yeah. Give, it, give it a listen to. Well, especially be, if they like, especially really now. start affecting the AI, then the AI will just fix itself. Well, now it's the idea that it's just getting faster and faster because right. it's exponential learning. Right. And with more and more people doing it for fun, right. which means, at least in a way, to go there, AI would probably be like the ultimate kind of sin. Right. Everyone joins in. It's so much fun. Look at how great it is. Well, and, it, and, and it's it worshiping to Ready Player One. Else. You know, then you get into the the moral dilemma of like, well, okay, what? How do you define relationship? We're right? already there. That's a metaverse. Yeah. Well, uh, true. And and you know, I think to me, like what I learned coming out of COVID and where everybody's doing Zoom calls and whatever is like, if you're not like, well, for instance, you gave me the option to do this from home. Yeah. You were like, hey, we can do this remotely for convenience, and I'm like, nah, man, I want to come over to your house. Yeah, and I have no well, problem it, with that. It, it was it, just if you couldn't, I'd... yeah, it's it's, but it's because I value the face to face. Oh, I do too. You know, uh, relationship. Uh, can we do it the other way? Yeah. yeah, but to me, the better option is is to be here, right? And so, like, <laughs> until you, it came to the setup, <laughs> yeah, except for the except for the setup, like yeah. that that took yeah. a while. But um, but yeah, it's it, when you get into. We've de- that kind of ready player one idea where we're all just putting on headsets or full body or, or directly or... jacking into our brains or however, yeah. you know, if they if they can ever perfect that technology. There okay, well, there. then it feels real. It looks real. It smells real. What's reality? You know, what's reality even yeah. then? And are you and then how would you know that the people you're interacting with? Like, oh, I, I met this new guy. You know, I mean, in, in the metaverse, doing yeah. what? How do you know that's a new guy? How do you know that's not some NPC? 
that's really good at seeming like they're a real guy from already, Toledo. Have, have you, you seen know? this? Have you, there, there was a website that did this. That actually did this experiment. Mm-hmm. It would, you would be randomly paired with another person to chat. Mm-hmm. That person is either a real person or just an, a language model. Oh, yeah. And they said, guess, based on your conversation, which one it was. Most people got it wrong. Yeah. They couldn't tell which one it was. And that was just text. Yeah. Now that we're getting better on the voice and actually getting better on the video stuff, like the fact that we are literally feeding it everything it needs. And, and how will it, anybody know? Like, so now everything done for education is moving to being able to do it online. And I hate it. So if I can have an avatar of me sitting there. They're doing it. Uh, sitting, looking like me, sounding like me, whatever. Okay, so I just earned a college degree by flipping a switch yeah. while I went and played Halo. Yeah. And come back, you know, three and a half years later, and I've got my bachelor's in whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to go show that. Like, education system is really going to become meaningless. You, well, <laughs> as opposed to what if it is now. it's not already. It already is. But you looked at it from that end. But the opposite end is true. They actually already have AI teachers. Mm-hmm. And some schools have implemented this for whenever, say, they have to shut down again. Be- Somebody's at your door. That's weird. Somebody ordered pizza. Nope, nobody ordered pizza. Amazon delivery. Oh, I did have an Amazon delivery. See? But that also goes into the dehumanization. Go go, go a step back yeah. on technology. Texting. Mm-hmm. I hate it's an, texting it's when anno- it came out. But it's annoying as hell when someone calls you. Yeah. Just text me. Right. We've reduced our... So we've actually gone backwards. So when you used to get text messages or instant messages... You would hope that was a real person on the right. other side. I did a lot of online dating that way mm-hmm. in the uh, AOL Instant Messenger days. You know? right. So my first girlfriends were all online. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it wasn't until I talked to them on the phone to even remotely get that it's a person. Right. But now we've got to the point we prefer non-human contact, even to spare each other our own voices. And then we turn around and listen to digital voices on the radio. Right. Or on podcasts, but we won't answer the phone for our best friends and or family. Right. And now we got to a point where, like you said, you're unplugging to the metaverse via your neural link. And you'll be talking to someone who looks like your best friend. But you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You have no idea. And actually, I don't know if you saw this or not. It was a virtual conversation between Lex Fridman and um, Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And they did it with AI digital models. And it looked like they were sitting in the same room right. conversing. And it wasn't. It was just straight up in the metaverse. It was nuts. And it's like, okay, this is crazy. Have you heard the AI Joe Rogan experience? No. So it's literally a full-on AI predictive model with voice model that replicates full podcasts of the Joe Rogan experience. And probably does it really well. It does. It's kind of scary. Um, I listened to a couple of them. I'm like, this is weird because it just sounds like. I mean, when you yeah, have, you get it's got all this, it's got you know, hundreds and hundreds of or thousands of hours to yeah, you know, literally uh, thousands yeah. of hours of talking. Yeah, and I think so. It's interesting because you you know we talk about so what what happens when we get to that point and we're we're jacked into the metaverse or whatever and like we don't know if this is a computer and I would and I think that there are probably way more people than we would like to admit that would say, I don't care. Yeah. Because at that point, like, what does it matter? And it, and it reminds me of like Cypher in the matrix movies. Yep. Like 
I know this isn't real. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I taste this and it's, and the juice is running down my throat and whatever. And I know it's not real, Yep. but I don't care. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Okay. So then, you know, as, again, as a man of faith and my, my whole thing with God is that we're made for relationships. Yeah. So we are, we are barreling towards, you know, at, at comet speed, towards this time where essentially what a lot of people are going to say is I, I do not care about genuine relationships. I do yeah. not value human relationships because as long as it suits me, mm-hmm. I'm happy, which goes back to why I think that that scene is so impactful to me from, from Dr. Strange of saying, yeah. okay, but it's not, not about, about you. you. It's yeah. not about you. And the world is a lesser place. If you remove yourself, I would say to that person, and I actually have had that conversation with somebody before who was just like, oh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't care because what would it matter? Like, I'll be happy. I, I would say to that person, like, okay, but you take yourself out of it mm-hmm. and the world is a lesser place for it yeah. because there is something in like you were created for a reason. Yeah. And there's something in you that's valuable. And uh, like, it's always hard for people to ma- wrap their minds. Right? Everybody goes to the Hitler argument like, okay, but was Hitler a valuable human being? Yeah, he was. He was a valuable human being who made terrible decisions over and over and over and over and, over and just completely threw away the gift of life that God gave him. Yeah. He could have been, you know, with, with the brain that he had, he could have been like a world leader that that brought peace and prosperity to a lot of people but like he, the time magazine cover kind of promised <laughs> but he chose not to no. you know he, he made really really bad choices or and, he was influenced and so it's really hard for people to be like well yeah why did people let people like why did god let people like hitler exist well because god valued because hitler god just, in the same way that he values you in the same way that he valued mother Teresa. yeah and like that's well, well no that's hard for us to wrap our minds around yeah. but going back into the the biblical argument is like god stepped out of it he yeah, put, well, why, put, why would he? Why would he interfere? Yeah, it's like God. God took on a non-interference clause. Yeah, he said, "Like we're not there yet," and he's like, "What do you mean?" Uh, well, when this red light goes off, that's when I come in. Yeah, it's like I don't come in because you said, "Hey, I need help with this thing today." And wouldn't it make sense? And again, this is theory, but wouldn't it make sense if the red light that says I'm stepping back in yeah. is literally at the point where there's really nothing human left. I, I yeah, I agree with that. I like I like that idea. Oh, and th- uh, thank you for coming back around to that because you brought back the thought that I had a long time ago, and I was having a discussion with a, a, a coworker about that, and we were talking about how uh, biblical lifespans were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, people literally were living Pre-flood. thousands of years. Yeah, thousands well, of years. 996. Well, there was a lot of... Well, the Old Testament, I could have sworn there were people who were living like 1,200. I could have sworn. 996. Maybe I'm Either way. Now I have to look it up because I feel like... Because I could have sworn like way way back when they were talking about the ages of... Because I had a Bible that literally broke down the ages of all the people. Um, The oldest living human... Sorry, I I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. 969. I had it at 996. Well, I could have sworn... Either way, the point is absurd. Yeah. Right. But obviously like... Nobody is living that long. Today, no, no, so. because that would be strange. Right. But the the way I looked at it was, I was like, what if it's that there's only so much life force to go around, and the more people we have, because if people were living hundreds upon hundreds of years when there was literally a hundred of us, mm-hmm. and then now that there's eight billion of us, we force ourselves to live to 90 by all means necessary. But right. if we didn't, odds are most of us will probably be dying sometime in our 40s. Yeah, from 50s all the and junk. 40s and 50s. And we would, maybe yeah. like 60s would be really old. Yeah, 60s would be the old people. We'd I, be, I agree. Uh, 
oh, what was the series where they used to stick people out once they hit like 30 something? The red light went off in their hand and they sent them out into the desert. I don't know. Uh, My wife knows because. Is it The Running Man or something like that? It was one of those. Yeah, like, I, I know what you. Remember. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was one of those where basically, my wife, my wife used to watch that one all the time when she was a kid. Yeah, and then it was in a book and all that other kind of stuff. There's so many of those things, Brave New World, all those things yeah. to, to talk about all these horrible things that we're doing and have accurately somewhat predicted. But uh, the idea that like, okay, so we have eight billion people on this planet, mm-hmm. and of course we're not all equal across this planet. Some of us live to be a hundred. Some people still die at like forty because they have no access to whatever. Right. But what if that's nature? And everything we're doing to alternately expand our life force by fake organs, right? Uh, arm transplants. I mean, medical science is great, but what if it's the wrong way? Right. Because we're only supposed to be so much. As weird as that sounds, but, it's, but it feels inevitable. It does. You know, it, it feels inevitable. absolutely inevitable. It's it's like I said earlier. Yeah. I mean, I know that if I could recreate a dinosaur, I would. Yeah. I know that I would. I've seen the Jurassic Park movies, and I would still freaking do it in Because a you've been warned on what not to do, but yeah, you'll, you'll I, find all new mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't, like, try and take one over to freaking Los Angeles, but... Yeah. Oh, um, actually, that's... I just realized I quoted Lost World without meaning it. It's like, ooh. no, you're making a whole new set of bad mistakes. <laughs> yes, but, but it, so it also seems inevitable that we're going to pursue immor- immortality. Of and, course. And through, through doing that, like, the only way we can do that at well, this point is technology... And, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, oh, so that was the other thing that you brought up earlier that I wanted to bring up about the food, the fruit of yeah. the tree. That doesn't negate. I always said the Bible doesn't negate science and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Because most people say science, religion. Mm-hmm. No, they literally there's too much crossover. I agree. To ignore. What if Adam and Eve were human mm-hmm. and the stoned ape theory is true? What's the stoned ape theory? I haven't heard that. That basically what triggered the human brain to evolve as it did was literally our more simian ancestors eating mushrooms in psilocybin. (laughs) Basically, you've never heard of stoned ape theory? Oh, huge on huge on Rogan. They're looking at it. They're like, yeah, because we know that basically in these areas where everything happened, these mushrooms grew. Mm -hmm. So psilocybin is natural. Right. And well, it stimulates your brains in a way it doesn't normally do. But they see what happens when modern-day apes ingest such mm-hmm. things. And we see activity in their brains that's not normal. Right. And you start seeing development. That's why certain apes in certain areas have evolved faster, even in today's standards, mm-hmm. compared to other areas, because maybe they have a different thing that they can get a hold of. So what if the stone date theory is closer to reality and biblical reality? So we know... Eve ate of something that expanded her mind mm-hmm. and changed life forever. And we have this idea that monkeys, or apes, realistically, ate of things that they didn't normally eat, mm-hmm. and it expanded their brains to become something else. Yeah. So the two things are not mutually exclusive, but it's how it's framed. Because we, we always see Adam and Eve as us, right. modern, modern day humans. Sure. It's like it's nothing that ever said that they were. It's just like, because evolution is obvious. We know evolution is a thing. But nothing ever said that Adam and Eve were perfect, normal humans mm-hmm. as we know them to be. I don't think it's that obvious. I think that uh, microevolution is very obvious. Yeah. And I think no one has proven macroevolution yet. I think macroevolution is hard because we've only ever seen 
microevolution. Right. And, 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 well, and so it's hard, humans, to, it's, it's hard to know. Except in modern day humans. Cancer. Cancer is a macroevolution of humanity. I haven't heard that. Well, think of it that way. Look, it's not a good evolution, but it's our shit that is bringing it amongst us. Like, obviously, gene pool diluted all these are horrible things that right. we do. But most of our cancers are directly coming from things we created and put into the environment. Right. Exhaust, causing lung cancer. Right. Cigarettes, we decided to do that to ourselves. Asbestos, we're the ones who dug that out of the ground and decided to line everything with it. You know, you know all these other things. Radi- radiation, we created, we, or we created the things that irradiate us to cause cancer in our brains. Yeah. So, like... We've forced an evolution upon ourselves, right? But then, what would have what would have caused such kinds of evolution prior to us jacking up the entire environment? Only natural causes, right? So, evolution was caused by things that happened around you. You know, earthquakes changed the landscape. You now have to learn how to climb trees to get food because the earthquake eliminated your food source, right? So now you get better at climbing trees over the next thousands of years yeah millions of years however long it takes and we know that okay, okay for instance uh the another subhumanoid species that was discovered not that long ago we have now determined that they had some form of society that they never understood mm-hmm. because they only saw them where they lived but they never saw where they died mm-hmm. and they accidentally found a cave where they actually uncovered a burial site these were not anything that would be considered a regular human. They're not even on, directly on our line mm-hmm. of evolution. But they had burial sites. Yeah. They had fire. They used fire to light the caves yeah. to get to their burial site. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you saw it on Netflix. Yeah. That happened because of environmental situations. Right. And that's the only thing that could be there. It's like, I mean, maybe they did something on their own. Maybe they ate certain foods. You know, like I said, you know, we we evolved differently, but we evolved together at the same time. Right. Because if humanity supposedly came from, you know, Africa all at once, then almost all life would have come from one central point and spread outward. Mm-hmm. But birds and other species have co-evolution thousands of miles apart, completely in different environments. Right. So there's also the idea that there's an energy field that connects us, you know, uh, apes using tools. That was simultaneous across the world. Yeah. There's no way. There's nothing else well, to there's connect so many them. things that are completely unexplainable about, yeah. you know, the pyramids. Being Those are where, almost Being where they are, how they're built, completely unrelated cultures. Yes. And, and there's pyramids. And, and aligned in, in, in a way that's, like, very clearly the same, and it, and it makes you think, okay. Well, that's the environment. That's the stars. Because there's so many. Well, it's like Stonehenge. Okay, it lines up to a celestial calendar, technically mm-hmm. speaking. Because the only thing they have to look at back then, stars. Right. So they start coming up with the ideas around said stars. And then they start noticing, okay, the Earth is doing something. It's getting colder outside, and the stars have moved compared to yesterday. Right. Okay, let's track this and see what happens. Why the pyramids were built? Who actually knows? Because apparently those are older than we thought. And if you right. listen to Graham... Uh, I forgot his last name, but he's always on Rogan talking about this stuff. Because talking See, about I've the, never, I've had, I'll confession, I've never listened to it. And, and I, and I think you told me that before. But uh, hold on, I, not because I don't have anything no, against Graham him. Like, I literally just so, have never watched. So Graham, or Graham, Graham Hancock was one who did Ancient Apocalypse. Okay, if you watch that, so that's the one that talks about how there are civilizations older than current archaeologists will admit okay. existed. 
upwards of 20,000 years ago, we have evidence of civilization. And they've just found within the Great Pyramid of Giza another chamber that was previously completely unknown. Mm-hmm. So there's like the Grand Chamber or whatever right. that's really low. They just found another one above it. They're like, how the heck was this ever designed? And why did it take us this long to find it? Right. It's only modern scientific stuff that's allowing us to find right. that. And Graham is currently, because I was just listening to him, they're surveying the Amazon. Because no one's ever gone. You can't go into the Amazon to see stuff other than when you go in to tear all the trees down and right. put in more cows. So they're using LIDAR and other things like that. And they're finding man-made stuff in the Amazon. Yeah. That there's we have never known to exist. And it's like, this is so old. It's like, this predates stuff we have right. no concept of. Yeah. But humans could have been the only ones who did it. Right. Because we're the only ones who make anything geometric shaped outside of like maybe birds and right. bees like birds and the bees make all the other geometric shapes somehow yep. like we came up with the honeycomb pattern because we saw bees do right. it it's like yeah we learned it from nature yeah we learned it from nature so the idea is that evolution could only become from nature before us because we're the only ones who do anything outside of our actual environment we created air conditioning because it's hot Right. But we use a semi-toxic thing to keep ourselves cool in the winter. Right. And we burn stuff to make electricity to make it cooler inside. So we make fire somewhere else so that we can be cold indoors. Right. That's a weird concept. But that's us evolving faster via technology. Other things evolve on a cellular level over God knows how long. No pun intended. Um we evolve everything around us because we're uncomfortable right today you know and we're the only species that do that that we know of so far yeah. on earth we're the only species right. that does that other ones just move when it gets cold we said <laughs> yes. we like it here we're gonna make it warm inside or oh hey it's too sunny outside how do i build a roof instead of just going to find a tree to hang out under because it's hot today yeah you know so we forced our own macro evolution and cancer is part of that. Yeah. Our eyes are getting weaker because of these. Right. Our necks are getting weaker because of these. Literally, within generations of owning these devices, our children's necks will actually eventually develop to be weaker, to look down instead huh. of forward. We don't have to hunt and gather anymore. And now we're developing our car to drive themselves, which means we don't even have to look forward for the primary reason we do right, right. now. We look down. To focus yeah. on things. I mean, it'd be interesting to see like if that plays out because I know that's the I don't theory. Want to live that long. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the point though. We won't yeah. live that long. We should. We won't live that long. And by the time that anything like that were to play out, should it play out, uh, will anybody remember that we were saying that it was going to happen? Because I remember when I was no, because we'll delete that because it was offensive. When I was in third grade, my history teacher told me that our pinky toes were going away and that our big toes were getting bigger, that our heads were getting bigger, and that. Uh, what was the other thing that he said? But he was saying that, like, yeah, this is all tracked. And what, and I'm like, okay, you know, third grade seems like eons ago to me. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if what he was saying was true, and I don't remember why he was saying it. Yeah, but he was saying that. it in very much the same way you're saying what you're, you know, like, oh, yeah. well, this is, you know, we're tracking it and this is what's happening. Um, essentially, if I remember correctly, he was saying that we're turning into the gray aliens. Like, that, yeah, it, that essentially that is, we're becoming we're the gray humans. aliens. Yeah. And, um I'm like, okay, but if well, that's if that's true, like it's my grandchildren won't know it. My great grandchildren won't know it. My no. great 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 grandchildren won't know it because because of the amount of time that it would take. Yeah. And and but what's 
interesting to me is like that none of it really genuinely i know that like and i'm of course me being me i'm taking everything back to scripture but i there are a lot of people that's like oh you have to take genesis literally or the rest of the bible or you can't take any of the bible literally and then there's other people that are like well if you understood anything about hebrew culture then you understand the value of allegory and you're able to blah 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 and we don't really have that in our english speaking culture and and i'm like okay at the end of the day um that none of that matters to me uh, mm-hmm. because it is not it's it's not relevant to like I'm not I don't feel like I'm going to get to the other side at the end of my life and God be like mm, you got the theory of evolution wrong you're out you know um, it's I, like I, a I, test yeah you failed that one uh, I don't I don't think that's really what he cares about and I think everything like points to that in scripture but it's but it is fun to theorize about like how all this stuff happened because to me what makes more sense mm-hmm. than macroevolution is that we were created the way that we are. Um, and and that when sin entered the world, things started degrading. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes sense to me. I think, like, you can prove that the human genome is degrading. Yeah, of course. Um, you, you 100% can. Yeah, and so... For some people, unlike your wife. Apparently, <laughs> right. she's the ultimate evolution. Yes, uh, she is. She is. She's she's basically Wonder Woman. Um, but it's... It, to me, it's it's interesting, like and things like the pyramids and stuff that to this day with our modern technology, we don't understand. we can't explain it. We have no idea how they were built. We have no idea how they cut stones with such precision. We have no idea how like, we moved them so far and moved them so far, and like none of that stuff. And I'm like, well, all of it makes sense. And, and this is this is the part that like I struggle with as a modern Christian pastor mm-hmm. because I know that that some Christians get super miffed when I'm like, hey. Look, if you put Enoch back in the canon, a lot of stuff makes sense that didn't make sense before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get really mad because they're like, well, it's not canon. And so if you believe it, you're a heretic. And I'm like, okay, so James, so the so Jesus's brother was a heretic because he definitely believed there. He wouldn't have referenced it, yeah. you know, in the scriptures and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's super interesting to me to think like if we were all created and, and if angels are not these ethereal, untouchable creatures that, that that essentially the medieval times gave us that picture of the cherubs, you know, the cherubs yeah. and the and the great winged creatures and whatever. Yeah, and because um, the Bible I, the Bible describes angels as being insanely it do, it does creepy. and those I would well also, the big ones anyways. I would also argue that 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 could be prophetic allegory. Well, I don't a, know that angels really look like wheels with a thousand eyes and fourteen, you know, and, and four headed lions, and whatever. And crazy. Um, well, because I mean, if you look at some of the other depictions of angels from other cultures, it's very well. It's similar but different descriptions, right? So if 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 for some reason independent cultures have come up with this idea of angels mm-hmm. in whatever means they come up with it, and the descriptions are close enough to yeah. go. Your angels sound like our angels. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's like your demons sound similar to my demons, and it would make that's and weird. it would make total sense that you know that you know all of this stuff happened so long ago and in different cultural contexts that everybody's going to take what actually happened, like the story of the flood. Mm-hmm. You know that everybody's like, oh no, it was the ancient Sumerians. The the Christians stole it. Well, they didn't steal it. 
they're telling the same they're story the same from a different perspective, yeah. you know, uh, because they're a different culture in the same way that you and I won't tell our wives later how this podcast went in the same way. You're going to tell Jennifer it went a certain way and I'm going to tell my wife it went another. Uh, gosh, dang it. Every time. I'm Every time. Why do I always want to call her Jennifer? She, she kind of looks more like a Jennifer to me. She's than, been told she's been, she and she worked with a Jennifer and mm-hmm. they, people often called them opposite names. Plus I only met her once. So I, I, I I'll continue to forgive myself and, until I've met her. And by the way, her, she's off the rail with nerves about you being here because she always thinks the house is so filthy. Oh, yeah. Tell her I was absolutely disgusted when I walked in. I will. But it's mostly because I was at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Jessica. It's an nice, and the, it's you know, nice and I'll tell my wife something different. And like that yeah. makes sense, right? Because we're different well, people in different contexts. Well, like, one thing obviously, I... it's going to... Different cultures are going to take the same story and it's going to sound different. It's all a game of telephone. It, well, it is because somebody wrote it down... At bare minimum, like 5,000 years right. ago. At bare minimum. Yeah. Bare minimum. Well, even if we allow for the Graham Hancock to be correct, yeah. and it, we're going 15,000. Right. If we go all the way back to the flood, it's supposedly twenty to 15,000 years ago. Somehow we're off by 5,000. Mm-hmm. But then again, we were off by 10,000. So it is what it is. Assuming it was that long ago, if we go specifically by what happened in the Bible, then only a handful of people survived. But what if it wasn't just that small handful? It was God's chosen few, correct. Mm-hmm. But what if there's literally a whole other cities that survived that they didn't know about? Right. I mean, we're we're discovering all this stuff, literal giant temples buried in a mountain mm-hmm. that other stuff has been built upon. Right. That is tw- 16,000 years old. And you go, oh, okay, let's think this, let's go back a little bit. Because mm-hmm. what we wrote down before doesn't acknowledge that right so if there's a lack of knowledge that means either someone eliminated that knowledge or knowledge their histories are separate and that's entirely possible because things happened in europe at the same time things were happening here and never the twain shall meet right until we came over here with some blankets you know and then things went the way they did it's like history happens in different places people happen elsewhere we know that from actual history but if people existed further back in further places in the world than we ever expected, like actual people, people, real civilizations that built things mm-hmm. existed older than anything we know right. and understand, then the Bible can't be as wrong as people think it is, especially when you throw in the flood. Right. But then you also can't, if you think of that as, well, everything was wiped out except for the ones who managed to survive by getting to high ground. Or by having boats. Or underground. Possible. Possible as well. But you would have to wait to seal it. Yeah. But if that eliminates also Atlantis, or the idea of Atlantis. No, I totally think Atlantis was real. Oh, of course. There's too much evidence to show that it wasn't. Yeah. There's too much, but we can't find it because it was wiped out by either the the comets from the Younger Dryas period and all those things, if you really dig into that stuff. By the way, Sean is losing his mind that we're talking about this. My buddy Sean, who Sorry, sta- Sean. started this podcast, because yeah. he and I talk about this stuff, and he's very much into all of it, especially the Graham Hancock theories and all this stuff, because he is like, panned hard by modern-day archaeologists oh, yeah. because he believes differently to them. It's mm-hmm. a religion. And it's not so, yeah. so you think the, the argument between Christianity and science is a problem? Mm-hmm. No, science against science, because the dogma... It says that humanity is roughly only 5,000 years old in a modern sense, and this stuff can only be in this area. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the the Sphinx is older than the pyramids, according to most science. Yeah, that's what... And it's older than most of the religions, quote-unquote, that we base around it. Right. 
So what was it built for? Who put it there? Mm-hmm. And what was there that we don't know about? Right. So Which, if we, again, if, I would say that all those are answers are in the book of Enoch. Maybe I think that they are. It, I, I not, really I'm think that they are because it. these guys, because these, because the, the so in the book of Enoch they're called yeah. the Watchers, but they're angels, and and the Watchers came down, and the the their whole point of of doing what they did was to give their offspring dominion. Now these okay. Nephilim, yeah, would have been giants, and and in yeah. the, and in the now there's an argument, and I think it's a very very well founded argument. I personally believe it that. Um, in that in scripture there's a term that's used men of renown and the men of renown i believe were these giants yeah right uh, everybody knew who they were they, they would have seen them and i believe that a lot of them ruled and mm-hmm. you go back and you look at the hieroglyphs that they find in the temples and you see normal sized people mm-hmm. standing next to giants Giant people and the giants were clearly the ones that were being worshipped they were they were the ones that were ruling and yeah. whatever so like you know that that all makes total sense to me, and and then as far you know, and then here comes like James theory, right? Like, um, well, all of this is really James theory. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not the only person who believes this, but this is a new channel, James theory. Yeah, James theory, a, a James theory. Um, Shout out to Matt Pat. <laughs> uh, is that you know the Greek gods, the the Roman gods, you know that that Zeus, um, that. Uh, I didn't realize a wife has been trying to call me. Odin, you know, that all of these... Um, oh, she's trying to call you right now. It, she's been trying to call me. She's been trying to call you. You're in trouble now. I guess. I just, I just texted her back. Oh, no. She's at work, though. I'll let her call me back. Okay. Yeah, she, well, one thing is she's calling me from the work number, which I probably would have ignored. Because I'm an ass. Weird. I wonder what's up. Oh, she'll call me back. She. Wait a minute. How far back did she? Okay, that's from the other day. I was like, "Wow, she didn't call me at like twelve <laughs> thirty. She only well, I mean, she only called like fifteen minutes ago. Oh, but because my phone is on silent and I can't hear it buzzing. Yeah, my wife keeps texting me. But yeah, so you have the little thingy letting you know that. Yeah, it buzzes on my watch so I can see. Oh, she'll reply if she can. Because um, normally she would have gone on lunch, but she would have called from her own number, not from the work number. That's weird. I mean, we're already at over three hours, but this is a good conversation. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just now look because normally I have my phone sitting out in front of me, and I have it over here up to the side. No, oh, speaking of which, let me. I'm going to keep it muted just in case. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, our cat might be. Our cat might be missing. Which one? The white one that we just bought that was ridiculously expensive. Oh, no. Because my wife said, oh, okay, never mind. He's with my daughter. He's fine. Because, like I said, so uh, we have contractors in our house installing an air conditioning unit. And uh, I locked the cat in our room. And then my wife texted me and said, hey, did you lock the cat up before you left? And I was like, yes. She's like, oh, okay, woof. And I'm like, okay, cool. And oh, then she so texted she got- me again. And she's like, because when I got home, the front door was open and our door was open. So it's good that you locked him up. I'm like, I locked him in our room. If our door is open, that's where I locked him. So, so the cat, so anyway, the, it's okay. One of the kids got him. Good, 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 good. His name Oof. is Khonshu, by the way. Yes, Khonshu, yeah. since we're talking about ancient gods. Yes. Well, there's nothing that also. Gods. But like, but the the idea that <laughs> these. So so Enoch walks with these angels and, and you know, the Watchers in exchange for. they basically, The Watchers come and they make a deal with man. And that's yeah. important because because 
it was because it was mandated and commanded by God that yeah, mankind was supposed to be the ones that inherit the earth and yeah. that mankind was the one who was supposed to be, you know, basically the caretakers of the earth. And so that deal can't be broken. Like that was set by the creator. Like you can't, like there's nothing you can do about it. And man cannot change um, that that's, that that was, that that was the, the whole deal that was made. But what he can do is he can hand it over to yeah. someone. You can sign and a contract over. They're si basically, they're saying, okay, we are giving this responsibility to you now. And it's interesting, too, because then later on in Scripture, in, in actual Scripture, like canonized Scripture, when uh, Jesus is with Satan, and Satan is saying, I will give you all these kingdoms, and everybody's like, oh, well, see, he didn't have the kingdoms to give. They weren't his. Yes, they were. Yeah, and the reason that they were is because man had abdicated his authority over to evil, and yeah. and I believe, and th now that part I think is it's in scripture, right? But but how did he do it? That part is in Enoch, but it's not in the Bible, the the canonized so, Protestant Bible. Um, so they made a deal with mankind that if they would give them their daughters, they would give them valuable yes. information okay. so they taught weaponry and they taught fire and they taught medicines and they taught herbs and they taught building and construction and blah 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 and i think that's when all that stuff happened i think that's when all the, the pyramids got built and everything else is that you had these essentially um aliens essentially aliens yeah. i mean what high, is an high, angel if not beings, an alien higher right? beings of some sort what is an angel if not yeah. an a, 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 angels were not created on earth or for earth yeah. Therefore, if you see so, an angel, you're seeing an alien. So there so these a, these quote-unquote ancient aliens, yeah, which were really in my opinion were not a aliens in the way that we necessarily think of them modern use of the term. I think they were angels. Yeah. And they give man all this knowledge and that's where all this stuff comes from that we don't understand how that so, happened. Then the flood happens and almost all that stuff gets erased because it should be. Because it should be erased and because the Nephilim we're still interbreeding with the with the women of Earth, yeah. and degrading the human genome even further. So when everybody's like, "Well, how could God murder all the blah blah blah?" Well, because it, we weren't going to be human anymore, we weren't going to be us anymore, and um, you know, it's an unfortunate way to have to do it. But how do you cut off? You know, if I have cancer in my leg. And it's going to spread to the rest of my whole body until eventually all of me is cancer and I'm going to die. I'm going to tell the doctor, cut my leg off. Period. Like, that's what I'm going to... Everybody would. So, unless they just didn't want to be alive. So, I just kind of yeah. think that that's, that's the answer to that age-old question. That's probably the one I get asked well, the most as a pastor. Is like, well, why would God... Why would you serve a God that would murder all these poor innocent women and children? I'm like, why would I... Why would I cut off my leg? So... I, if I had cancer in it and it's yeah. going to spread to the rest of my body, let, I would totally do it. Let me tie into that with this idea that, and it goes into the stoned ape theory too. So if you listen to the rantings of Alex Jones, not the, not the directly political gay ones. frogs, the gay frogs is great. Also proven <laughs> true. Uh, mostly. Uh, but the, uh, the other idea that what the elites of the world mm -hmm. are technically trying to do is, embrace immortality right by trying to get themselves evolved 
to a point that they can move on to whatever the next ultimate reality is or downloading their mm -hmm. soul or their mind into their whatever. But the way they get there to gain this information, much like you were just describing with what's happened in the Book of Enoch, is making deals, making yep. sacrifices to, right. to access another realm of knowledge from whatever these quote-unquote aliens are. Mm -hmm. And if those aliens are, at this point, the Nephilim, as you said, the spirits that are still around to roam the earth eternally, the way they do that is through drugs, hmm. specifically like psilocybin, DMT, things like that, yeah. which enhance human perception. Which, if you go all the way back to said stone ape theory, possibly also beginning this in the first place, and also being given knowledge in exchange for a deal right, with an angel. Right. So basically those angels later in Genesis or in Enoch technically mm -hmm. made the same deal that Lucifer did, but with a greater group of people. Right. Hey, give me this thing and I'll give you all this knowledge. Right. You can do all this other same stuff. And we're making the same deal today. Possibly not with the same angels, but some type of entity, uh, yeah. maybe even their children, which you know, get, would have given us all these advancements and everything else like that. And in the same pursuit of greed and knowledge and power, they're doing the same things. Right. And in and then as you pointed out earlier, the idea of diluting humanity to the point of to where we're not human, non-acceptance yeah. to God. Yeah. We're no longer us. And so he's just like, well, I didn't create this. This is not what I created. This is far. And he, we already know that he did. And he said he wouldn't, ever flood the earth again but the next go round is gonna be worse right and you know you got to get to that point and it's interesting because you know you ma making the moral argument uh, about god you know and and you know of course i believe he's completely sovereign yeah. and uh he can do whatever he wants and yeah. whatever he decides to do is the right thing to do i believe that and i know that's hard for a lot of people to accept but it's what i believe but you know the way that i kind of look at it that can help my brain wrap around it Okay, so we get AI to a point, and then boom, the singularity. And maybe that works great for the first couple of years. Now we have an entity that's smarter than us, that's helping us, and we're working our way towards the utopia until such day that the AI is like, mm, you know what, uh, either I don't need these humans anymore, or they're a danger to themselves, or whatever nightmare scenario you know that you can concoct yeah. that's been done a thousand times in sci-fi. Sure. And that happens... Well, what if we, as the creators of that AI, mm -hmm. have the ability to just go switch it off and go, okay, done with this, click, well, would we? Yeah, we would. Okay, but the AI is sentient at that point. It's yeah. a living thing. It's a blah, blah. But would we still? Heck yeah, we would. We'd go and flip that switch yeah. in a heartbeat. Almost anybody would. Let's go back to Star Trek. If you're Trek. not like a psychopath or something. Go back to Star Trek, measure of a man. Yeah, exactly. And so and so, who's, so, so if we get to that point where God's like, okay, well, this is not what I created anymore. Yeah. Like this isn't this is not what what it was meant to be. It's not but and I have the power to stop it. And at this point, I'm not harming any of my creation because it's not what I created. Yeah. Boom. I'm done with it. And here if comes he, the apocalypse. Saves, like that makes so creates. much more sense to me yeah. than just some random. Because because why would God? Going back to what I said earlier about <clears throat> to me why your AI your AI idea about God didn't work mm -hmm. is because of the scripture that says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. So if he was non-interference then, mm -hmm. 
then why at some point in in what I, a lot of my colleagues believe is the near future, which I've never believed, yeah, um, I do not believe that that Christ will return in my lifetime. I've never believed it. I still don't believe it. Hmm. Now okay. I could be wrong because things could advance really rapidly, as you yeah. as you're saying. So, um, anyways. Well, the end of days. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter because the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. Well, but my point is, like, why would he all of a sudden start interfering? Yeah. yeah, he never interfered in the past, and now he's as far as like to wipe to wipe things out, to wipe the slate absolutely clean because he didn't wipe it absolutely clean in the flood because Noah no. was still there and all yeah. that stuff. So um, why would he do that unless there was nothing left to protect? Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree with that idea, and I, I also believe that Jesus wouldn't come back in our lifetime. But there is the idea, and this has been sort of fleshed out, that there are people trying to make it happen. Oh, so that's like been, that's so, been forever. Yeah, but I mean, like even actively currently with what's going on in Israel and Palestine, yeah. people have been trying to breed a red heifer. Yeah, to bring on that stage of the beliefs of the, this is the chunk of the apocalypse that right. we get to influence. So they've been trying to make it happen instead of waiting for a divine intervention as you go. Right. So call that human hubris, which, yeah, we're really good at that part. <laughs> yeah. We're really good at being <laughs> self-important to the point that we believe that we can now even determine when God is going to do the thing. Yeah. So basically like they, we, instead, instead of seeing it as a, a cal- an indefinite calendar, we see it as, well, he, they left behind all the details. Right. We'll just see what we can yeah, make happen. Yeah, see, see what we can make we'll happen. Just, we'll just get after it. It's like, okay, so they look at it as a spell, Yeah, so to speak. Well, I think a lot of people Here, look at that as like a magic. The yeah, whole thing is like magic. and fa- well, I don't think any of it is. It, if, 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 it's to believe, if it's to be believed as literal, mm-hmm. there would have to literally be magic involved. Yeah. But the idea that we, and I love that this is one thing the supernatural does tie into, although this turned into a giant supernatural episode, mm-hmm. uh, that there's some magic that we can touch right. and we can imitate. But when it comes to the big stuff, you got to get to give, yeah. or same other way around, depending on how far you want to go. So much as time travel magic almost indefinitely needed soul power to mm-hmm. do it. You had to sacrifice part of your soul to do something to that level. But the idea that there's a giant spell that we can make happen to where we can kick off the apocalypse is like there's it call it that is the ultimate religious zealotry that you want so badly for the world to end so that I guess you can go be with God, mm-hmm. not the mercy killing aspect of the idea. We're like, right. well, it's so bad it needs to be wiped out. Yeah, which is a horrible concept. Let's be honest. Yeah. And that's not for us to decide, but that's yeah. what we like to do. We're like, uh, we don't like that these people are like this. Right. We'll just make them disappear. Yeah. And if we're going to make all of them disappear, even better. Someone said that maybe there was a uh, final thing there hmm. as it goes. In particular, like anytime you get people who take religion to the point of let's make an apocalypse happen. <laughs> Maybe you've gone a little too far, yeah, and, a, and a severe misunderstanding of like your your role in all in all it's of like this. Your role, your role. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, nobody knows their role. To be fair, to be fair, 
Um, I don't have my buttons, or I would hit up them right now because um, I have the voice. I have the drops from the from Letterkenny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but like, I just that's that's when you've gone too far. Yeah. It's like you you already went past the manipulating society into getting, giving yourself all the power yeah. for for things using God as your basis, mm-hmm. and I don't mean you. I'm talking about the, the the crazy zealots. I'm waiting for that stage of James though, waiting for the gold robes, the giant throne, and all. Oh that well, thing. give so me a couple of years. And, and, and AI. It's, it's a journey. I'll give you AI as well. It's a journey. It's mid journey. Well, I'll push back. You said you said we can't really know our roles, but I I, I well, mean, to to our, an extent, like if you're talking like us. specific nuances, like, yeah. yeah, you might be right, but. At the end of the day, because if I were my if I were my grandfather, God rest his soul, and I was listening to this podcast, I'd be so disappointed in me right now. Yeah, um, I agree. because of my theories and whatever. But first of all, they're just theories; they're just ideas that I just sit around and think theory. of, and like it's it's just a James theory. And um, but second of all, none of it matters at the end of the day. And I know that like some people will push back against that so hard, and all they want to do is study the Book of Revelation or argue about literal versus analogous story of Genesis and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, um, this is what Paul said. He said, I determined, because, you know, Paul went from church to church and, mm-hmm. and you know, different cultures. He was dealing with some Jews. He was dealing with some, some Greeks. You know, um, he's dealing with all the different people. And he said, at the end of the day, what I did is I determined that when I was among you to know just Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that's basically his way of saying, like, we can argue about this stuff all day long, about the semantics of this or the nuance of that or the, this blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what mattered was Jesus Christ and him crucified. And at the end of the day, you know, macroevolution real? Not real. I, I don't know. And I don't think that anybody can know because you can be a Christian. You can believe in Jesus Christ and him crucified and also believe that Genesis was an analogy. Yeah. Or you can believe in Jesus Christ and him crucified and believe that everything that happened in Genesis was literal. Yeah. Neither one of those things affect the fact that historically we have far more proof that Jesus existed than we have that Plato existed. Nobody argues whether or not Plato existed, but everybody well, but a lot of people will argue that Jesus never existed or, you know, or whatever. So at the end of the day, for me, my role is to do what Jesus told me to do. Because if God is real and if Jesus was the creator walking among his creation, and if he genuinely came to save us, Mm -hmm. then I have to take what he said seriously. And what he said was that I was supposed to do what he did. Well, what did he do? He came down, he found a bunch of guys, a bunch of nobodies, you know, from different walks of life. Some of them hated each other. They had to have hated Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector. He was a traitor to his own people. Yeah. Right? And, you know, today you're like, oh, yeah, we all hate our IRS agents. I'm not talking about an IRS agent. I'm talking about someone who was betraying his own race of people. Yeah. And Jesus chose him as one of his disciples. Yeah. And then Jesus chose some knucklehead fishermen and, you know, and this and that and the other. But he walked with these guys. He, he, saw he, he cared about them. He spent time with them. Um, and he taught them basically the best way to live life. That was macroevolution. It was sort of what, a, what he did to those men. It was so, yeah. It was it was a spiritual macro evolution because, and it took them a long time to figure Sometimes it out. Sometimes physical. It, it took them a long time to figure it out. Yeah, um, three years at least, and then even then, not everybody figured it out. Judas didn't figure it out. Yeah, right? yeah poor Judas. And so Judas Judas had a role. He had a role to play. He had a role to play. 
Um, By the way, have you heard the idea of the, how vampires tie into Judas? Yes. Okay. There's a whole movie about it. I Dracula know. 2000, I Dracula think Dracula 2000. Thank, um, you. Thank you for knowing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, but my role then is to do that. And so, like, when we have our men's group, that's my way of, of trying to find guys that are interested in walking in those kind of relationships and saying, okay, what did Jesus say about, like, how to, how to live life in the best way that you can? And one of the things that like breaks my heart for the world is people thinking that the, the religion of Christianity is all about following these rules and regulations. Like are, are there rules and regulations? Yeah. But in the same way that there's rules and regulations in a household, um, kind of going back to the oven thing, like I'm going to tell, I'll, I'll give you an example. When my son was two years old, less than two years old, I think it was 18 months old. I don't even know how he got up there. My friend had baked a pie and we put it on top of the refrigerator and, um, you know, we ate, we ate some of the pie and then we, we put the leftovers, you know, had a pie tin on it and we put it on top of the fridge cause it wasn't meant to be refrigerated. And so the next morning we come and there's just pie everywhere. It's all over wow. the side of the fridge and on the counter and on the, and on the floors. And then we go to my son's room and there's pie smear all over his crib and his walls and his face. He had gotten up in the middle of the night, crawled out of his crib, went all the way downstairs, climbed up on a, moved a chair, got up on a counter got up on top of the fridge, got into this pie and went to town. Was I pissed? Heck yeah, I was pissed. Did I like, did he get in horrible trouble for it? No, not at all because he's two. Yeah. He's two. Like, is it a rule that you don't do that? Yeah. Do I expect him to understand that at two? No. No. Now he's 21 years old. Now, if he came and did that in my house, now I would throat punch him because he freaking knows better. Like, if he came to my house now, got into my fridge and smeared food all over my house, yeah, I would absolutely go bonkers about it because he knows better. Yeah. And in the same way, that's that's what Christianity is. Like, are there rules? Yeah. yeah. Do I expect everybody to come in and just, like, start living this Christ, this perfect Christian life just because you said, oh, you know what? I think there's something to this Jesus thing. And, yeah, I think I believe in that. Mm-hmm. And the, the experience that I grew up in was okay, well, you said those words, and now that means you've got to start living this way, and if you don't, we're kicking you out. And that's, that's the church that I grew up in. And yeah. unfortunately, I think that's still a lot of churches. Yeah, I And agree. so the part that people focus on, uh, in my experience, the people who really have a problem with my faith, is that they'll come in and say, well, you don't accept me, and therefore I don't accept you. Yeah. And I totally understand that argument. I yeah. 100% and, get where they're coming from. And that is a really heavy, that, that particular mindset is a big, big thing right now, mm-hmm. especially in the, the me, me, me. Like, well, I, think, I think we're so much more in the me, 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 right. me generation that everyone is their own self-importance. Right. And if you don't acknowledge your self-importance to be better than yours, right. then they can't. They won't accept you because they feel they won't. Ex- you won't accept you, them, right? To but, that degree. And how would you find out genuinely? How mm-hmm. could you possibly know if someone is going to accept you for you, unless you enter into a relationship with them? Exactly. And that's the whole point. That's exactly what Jesus did. He entered into relationships with these guys. Yeah. For three years, walked with them, ate with them, slept in the same tent as them, or under the same stars, and whatever. And this is who Jesus really was and loved them where they were at. And, you know, when they started getting to know things to where they could know better, like, you know, he'd clap back at them if they said something knuckleheaded, yeah. but never in a way that was like... Well, because he was also a teacher. He was. I mean, on and, top and, of like, being... why, why would you want to follow a God that's not teaching you anything? 
Why would you want to follow a God who's like, oh, you know what? Go ahead and touch the stove. Put your hands on the flame. See if I care. Yeah. Like, why would that? Why would you want to serve that God? But that's not that's not who that God is. And yeah. so I just think it's really cool to like live life in such a way where people understand that it's okay for you to be a supernatural fan. Where there's where if you want to take it literally, the 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 Chuck character is absolutely blasphemous. Okay. But why why are you taking supernatural literally? Like yeah. I don't understand why Christians get their panties in a bunch about that kind of stuff. Like it's because, not meant to be taken literally. Now if it was, yeah. and if they would have brought Jesus into it, and then if they would have taken like all these superscripts, yeah. I would have not watched the show. I would have yeah. been that would have pissed I, me I off. Think, but I they think didn't they, do that. Yeah, they they were smart enough to not touch the yeah. Jesus aspect of it because it's like they, I think they acknowledge that Jesus definitely did the thing. Yeah, because this is still the same world we all live in. Right. But the idea that they don't go there. Yeah, I think saved that aspect of the the biblical end of what they were doing, right? Because they're already playing in that role, but you know, go, well, not, and not so, to reach right but I mean, our it, role but. essentially is to be relational creatures. Like we're yeah. meant to be relational. We're meant to love people. We're we're meant to accept them where they're at, but love them enough to not necessarily leave them there. Yeah. And I have to accept that that's not just me doing that for other people. That's that's other people doing that for me. Yeah. I have to realize, like, I may not be in a place where I need to be left. Mm-hmm. I could have some very wrong ideas. I've probably voiced some of them on this podcast. But that's what <laughs> and, it's and that it's okay. First yeah. of all, that that's okay. Yeah. Because it's where I am now. Mentally, it's where I am. Thought-wise, it's where I am. Yeah. And that if somebody else knows a truth that I don't know, and they can show it to me in such a way that it's like, hey, I'm telling you this because I love you and because I think you'll really find it valuable. Mm-hmm. If Like, I need to be 100% open and to listening to that. But I understand like when somebody doesn't even want to give it a chance because their experience with, with people of faith, whether it's the Christian faith or whatever faith, you know, have treated them poorly or have treated them like, Oh, you don't believe what I believe. Well, you don't have any value. Well, that's, 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 that's blasphemous. How are you going to say some, some, something, someone that God created has no value because they don't believe like you want them to believe. That's blasphemous. Like, yeah. that's not respecting God's personage at all. Yeah. And so I think if if people could take that mindset of, hey, this person might be what I would classify as a horrible person. They're, you know, th- oh, man, I'll just give you some things that, that really irk me. Like people who smoke with the windows up while their kid's in a, in a car seat in the back. I'm like, stop it. Don't do that to that poor kid. You know, littering is a thing for me. And, and to be fair, I have littered. Um, but it's but it irks me. Like if I see somebody toss litter out their window, like, I don't, oh, it drives me crazy. I mean, these are all first world problems, right? Like there's far worse things that, that happen. But I'm just saying like, but to be able to follow the person like, oh, man, I ended up right next to the person who I saw throw stuff out of their car. How am I going to treat them? Am I going to like get up in their face because they littered? Or... Am I just going to engage them in conversation, find out who who they are as a person, and then see where that goes? Maybe we get into a relationship with each other. Maybe we go have a beer sometime, and then maybe like a month or two down the road, I could be like, "Yeah, I remember when I met you. You like threw something out of your car. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a boneheaded move. It's like, and then that's yeah, the, and then you, that's should, the end you should of probably stop doing that. And that's man. the end of y'all's friendship. How dare you judge me? Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> but if I put in the relational equity to bring somebody along to become a better person, yeah. That's what Jesus did. That's who Jesus is. And well, well, if you if, want to skip all that and yeah. get right to the the end part, like everybody who who seems everybody that I come across that really seems to be anti all that, they always want to skip to the end. Mm. Like they don't want to take the journey. Like 
Oh, that's, 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 that's not always, how that works. That's, that's not how anything in life. The only thing that works that way is fast food, and fast food is terrible. Like, like anybody would Sonic. choose like going your Thanksgiving meal that your grandma worked on all day long. Everybody's going to choose that meal over a over a Burger King burger like all day long, unless your grandma's a terrible cook. In which I'm, case, I'm sorry, I don't I, know what that's like. I did like. not have that problem. I don't know what that's like, but um, yeah, you get my point. Yeah, I think. I think so. Really I like to incorporate like nerdy stuff. I wanted to. I wanted to bring this up in the in the conversation of the podcast because I love to incorporate nerdy stuff into church things. I don't think a lot of churches do it. Yeah. So, um, like when the Force Awakens came out, I preached a whole sermon called "The Force Awakens," mm-hmm. but it was it was in reference to the Holy Spirit, of course. But I fit. I think it was thirty eight Star Wars quotes into the sermon, and I and I told people like right up front, I was like, "This is we are going to use." Star Wars to talk about the Holy Spirit, and yeah. I'm going to be quoting a lot of Star Wars. If you can figure out how many references there are, I've got a hundred dollar bill in my pocket for you. And I had like a thousand bucks in my pocket because I figured nobody, not more than nobody, got it. Like somebody, I think the closest somebody said was like twenty two or something. I was like, nope. If I was uh, paying attention, I probably would have nailed. You might, you might have got them. Uh, but like that was a lot of fun. Um, we've done uh, at Halloween or October, we've done a Mind Monster series. Um, and where we used all the different universal monsters to talk about like just different things that kind of plague us. So like the wolf man was being two minded, you know, where you say one thing and you do another or, you know, whatever. And I understand Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde might've been a better one for that, but wolf man was more fun. Um, vampires, like how we let people drain the life out of us and, you know, kind of the people that we need to stop hanging around because they're, that's what they do. Yep. Uh, or sometimes we do that to ourselves because yep. we won't stop beating ourselves up and we just kind of like drain the life out of ourselves. Um, but sometimes you need to recognize when you're the vampire. Yeah, sometimes you are the vampire. Yep. And, and you can be the one sucking life out of other people. Um, the mummy, which is just like letting letting life bind us up so that we just are very restricted and, and kind of the dead life that that leaves to. So it was just like that kind of stuff. That was a lot of that's fun. That's funny. I like that. Um, see what else so we did a whole walking dead series yeah. uh, to talk about like how we like, so the first, the whole first part of the series was like talking about, you know, how we're, how we're meant to walk in life. But then the last, the last sermon in the series was actually kind of flipped it all on its head to say we are the walking dead mm-hmm. because, because the Bible says that we're to be dead to ourselves, but alive to Christ. Yeah. So anyways, and that was, it. we did this whole video thing where we, um, where we kind of like spoofed The Walking Dead, and we out we went out to somebody's ranch and like filmed on horses, and wow. you know we had a Carl, and uh, I think Carl. I played no, I didn't play the sheriff. Um, I, I was directing everything. The guy who played the sheriff, every time he said Carl's name, he had to say it somewhat differently. Yeah, he could. He could never say twice. it the same way twice. So he'd always be like, so he started with Carl, yeah. and then it was Carl, yeah, and then it was Carl, and then it was Corel, and then eventually it was like Corral or something. Like it yeah. got crazy. Like he never called him the same thing twice. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, I just I love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm, uh, we're so we're planting a church in in. Uh, can I say the city where we live? Like, I don't know. You can say the city. Okay. Yeah. We're planting a church in Conroe, Texas. And, um, uh, I'm just hoping that we get to incorporate a lot of elements like that. Cause I just think that's not because I think it's like super important to anybody's spiritual growth, but it's just kind of who I am as a person. Yeah. And I just want to create, uh, an environment where people can enjoy those kind of things and realize like, being a Christian, following Christ doesn't mean you're like living this super lame, not fun. I never do any of the stuff that I like to do because I'm not allowed to do that. Yes, you are allowed to do those things. Um, the Bible's pretty clear about what you can or what you should and shouldn't be doing. And 
Like we just accept you where you are and hey, maybe you're not doing some of the things three years from now that you were doing before. But if that is the case, yeah, A, it's going to have been your decision on whether or not to continue to do it. And B, at least personally, I can speak from experience. Like I look back on the things that I don't do anymore and I don't miss any of it. I'm like, yeah, life's better now that I'm not doing these things or that I am doing these other things. Everything that, that the Bible calls us to is always for our benefit. Uh, not always fun. That's for dang sure. It's not always fun, <laughs> yeah. but it's always for our benefit. Like I have to go do men's group tonight. I didn't want to do men's group tonight. I planned on spending this evening with my wife, but my buddy called me and or texted me and said, Hey, I can't be there. Can you do it? So she is do I want to do it? No. Am I going to do it? Yeah. And am I going to have fun doing it? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen Jake in a while. He's a cool guy. I like Jake. I love Jake. Jake's a good dude. That's why one reason why I got to go to the last couple of Mondays. Yeah. So it was good to see Jake. And I had to go. So, anyways, okay, not, my, not, my religious rant is over. This days. whole podcast has been nothing but a religious yeah, rant. Well, I mean, what did you expect? You invited a pastor on the podcast. <laughs> I know. Well, like, the, we've been wondering. But, hey, have... I, but, uh, but it's, uh, he's also a pastor that, that got your Dracula 2000 reference. So. Yeah. 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 A lot of people don't. But uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if you don't understand that, people. Uh, but what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. We've been we've been on so many different tangents today. We, have. we need to wrap up because it has I mean, been yeah, literally we over three need to wrap and a half. Up. Listen, if you take away nothing else, don't go to the diner in Cardiff. It's gross. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Don't go to that. Well, I mean, go to it. Don't eat there. Yeah, go to it. Go to yeah, it. Bring but food. Don't eat there. Don't eat. Bring, there. bring Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> the second worst burger. Your Sonic really must suck. Burger, Your Sonic must Sonic. suck bad. Um, but uh, either way, guys, uh, I didn't even do any of this stuff at the beginning, but it's okay. Of course, you can uh, follow me at all the Shoki-related things. No one of my normal guest hosts are here, so that's fine. Uh, if you do want to write into the show or leave comments, we'll definitely check that out. You can do so at nowyoumadeitawkwardmail at gmail.com. If you thought anything about this uh, really long and rambling discussion we had about religion and sci-fi, uh, by all means, uh, tell us what you think. And... Uh, Obviously, I'll try to have James back whenever available, uh, but next time I'll figure out uh, the recording situation ahead of time. Are Honestly, put- if I just get a switchboard, like if I just find a spare 500 bucks to buy the switchboard I want, then I'll just make that happen, and life mm-hmm. will be so much easier for myself. Be, well, you know, you could sell some of your plastic-rich stuff that you don't I'm, have I'm doing for. that to pay medical bills right now, <laughs> so I've already been Listen, selling what's more important, things. medical bills or a soundboard, I'm just saying. I mean, prior to this, I would have said soundboard, <laughs> but then medical bills. You know, if I didn't have to buy a new car all of a sudden, mm-hmm. that uh, that kind of uh, is a thing. So um, now we got to make car note this month. Fun. And hey, if you want to go uh, subscribe to James at War on YouTube, I'll never know. You'll never I don't know. Check it anymore. I don't even know how many <laughs> how many uh, current subscribers. He I has. think it's like one hundred fifty thousand or something like That's that. That's still more than I've got in all of my channels combined. Yep. So it's and fine. I don't even care. It's yeah. like I'm just throwing it away. I mean, you have. Yeah, I have. Honestly. Yeah, I did. You've discarded it. I discarded. You discarded it. your old life. People are on. literally just like, "Where did James Award go?" No one knows. Nobody, nobody who was. It's a, I bet it's nobody who watched you. So there was a Reddit YouTube. thread going on for a while, and that was enjoyable. Was um, it? I lived vicariously through my children, who were up, kept me up to date on the "Where did James Award?" Reddit thread. Well, he's here going. now, y'all. Yeah. I will tag you yeah, on the anybody, thing. Yeah, if anybody, but but they can't find the thread anymore, so I yeah. got deleted or something. But um, yeah, I've read it updates. Yeah, previous universe. Yeah, and then somebody had somebody had tagged me like in a lost media, like a really popular lost media Reddit thread. Yeah, was well, like because there were there were some videos that I put out and then thought better of it. I made okay. Uh, I know we're wrapping up, but yeah. I but I made a I made a video that had um, a parody 
no, it wasn't a parody. It was an original, but it was about Mario. And, but it was just full of um, sexual double entendres, like nothing overtly filthy or anything like that. It was a long time. I don't make this, this is why I took it off. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just full of double entendres and like stuff like, you know, I have to eat the mushroom to increase my length and my girth and, you know, stuff like that. And it was this whole song. And, um, uh, awesome. and at the end of the day, I was like, uh, that's probably not it. I wasn't a pastor at the time. No. And, uh, but I, but I knew God was probably going to call me to something like that. And I'm like, ah, this is probably not a great thing to have on the internet for 10, 15 years from now. So, and somebody was referencing it. Cause I think I put it out for like a day yeah. and then I deleted it. And uh, and I hope nobody ever finds it because even I don't have a copy. I don't I don't remember a lot about it. I don't know. I mean, the, yeah. the Wayback Machine might find something. Who knows? Day. It might. Well, the good news is is that you're allowed to evolve to be a better person. That's true. Jesus did that with his disciples. That's true. And I do have some stuff on there that I wouldn't do now, but I didn't take it down for that very purpose to be like, this yeah, is where I this is where anymore. I was. This is where I am now. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good thing to have. It's like those Facebook memories you talked about earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So be reminded of you know, your uh, mother-in-law dying. That's right. Unfortunately. Oh, so. man. The one thing I wanted to talk about we didn't talk about, I wanted to talk about the casting for uh, Zelda. We don't We don't have... We're Another not going to talk about it right now, but Another I'm just day. saying, I just wanted to let you know I didn't know that if I'm that personally was real. disappointed. I didn't know if any of that was real. A, that I didn't say anything to you, and B, that you didn't bring it up. No. It's fine. There's there's not enough. If only there was a way to have more conversations yeah, in the future. If only. It's the only time. It's the only time. We we could have a 17-hour conversation that nobody would listen to. Yeah. But we'll deal with it later. But, guys, uh, there's a teaser for next time. Hmm. <laughs> next time James comes on. A grand opener. Grand opening thing. So, all right, guys. Well, we'll, we'll Spoilers. Talk to you it's Tom later. Holland. It should be Tom Holland. I don't know that it is. No. Look, I don't trust anything coming out of Hollywood right now. <laughs> I treat Hollywood like Washington D.C. I don't trust any information uh, yeah. that's coming out of it. Yes. I trust. I trust what comes into my paycheck and what comes out on the screen. Don't Ever? tell. Don't tell Jessica. I called her Jennifer again. She'll hear it. Dang yeah. it! No, she won't. She doesn't I'm, listen to this. I'm sorry, Jennerska. Jennerska. No, call her Jennerska. Gen- that's far. That's far worse. Jenica? No. Jenica. Jenica is technically the fusion. Yeah. And there are Jenicas out there. Yeah. And they're usually hot. You know that sounds true. Yeah, I don't know if it is, but it sounds it's I, the, one of those things. The ones that, the if you the met Gen- a Jenica, she'd probably be the, a the few Jenicas that I know of are all very attractive ladies. Okay. I've never met a Jenica personally. I don't think. Yeah, so we'll end it on Jenica. Yeah. So with that, guys. Okay, bye. Bye, Jenica. Rolling up over black Cadillac, high heel boots and a sexy body full of tats.